previously on Growing Up Gilmore. We've been getting some backlash on TikTok for not liking Max, which is interesting. (laughs) They can have him. He's all yours. Luke didn't need keys. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Nope. He just broke in. (laughs) (laughs) It shows Luke and Lorelai under the hoopah from behind the same way you would see them if they were getting married. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. It is iconic. I'm obsessed. I love it. Hi, everyone. This is Amy. And this is Elise. And we are Growing Up Gilmore. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of what we always talk about. We have a special guest with us this week, Mary. Oh my god, I'm dying of excitement. (laughs) Dying and shaking from caffeine. We are so excited. You're kind of like our official first guest, because no offense to Bryn, but like, he's always here when we record. He's not a guest, he's an extra. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's like, Okay, we have like a real, real guest this time. I'm so honored. And so, another girl. And another woman, yes. which I think is great. Woman, sorry. Yeah. You know, sometimes You're I woman, do girl. wish that I was still just a wee bab. It makes me girl. think of that Britney Spears song, I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a good video too. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Oh my Ooh. god. I know. Okay. I was not allowed to listen to Britney Spears. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. I was raised a Jehovah's Witness, so I was sneaky, though. The only sneaking I did was to listen to Eminem. Oh. <laughs> I still remember awesome. my sister secretly buying the mature-rated yeah. one with, um, was it Rihanna? Love mm-hmm. the Way You Lie. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that. And the car that we would listen to. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Love that. Us, like, religious girlies growing up being yeah, rebellious. Sneaking Eminem and Britney. I was not your classic PK. I was very reserved, would stay at home playing Nancy Drew mm-hmm. um, and watching CSI and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> all mm-hmm. the weird shows. Yeah, same. Same. Yep. Totally. We feel it. So... I had asked Mary which episode she would like to be on, and you gave me a few choices. It was Road Trip to Harvard, Mm -hmm. the Bracebridge Dinner, which is also, like, a great episode, (laughs) and then the finale, and I think we agreed you would come back for the finale, as long as today goes well and you feel, like, comfortable. Right, as long as you guys (laughs) want me back and I don't just, like... Tear everything apart. No, I mean, glass is crashing. It's me throwing hands. (laughs) Yes, yeah. The finale of this season. This season, yes, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's have you on for Road Trip to Harvard. It's kind of a random episode that you said you watched last night Mm -hmm. and you haven't been watching it like. No, we were watching it because I was getting Christian through the Gilmore Girls' life, mm-hmm. um, and then we did. Uh, we went off somewhere. The Last have, of Us. I think before you guys <laughs> it was before the Last of Us. <laughs> it was before you went on vacation. You were yeah. like really into it, and then you traveled, so. and then you were like, eh, 
Well, that's because I was having something that's apparently very real, post-vacation depression. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On yeah. top of already being depressed. <laughs> it's like a very real thing. Like, I, like, realized the other day, I was like, Christian... So now actually being diagnosed with, like, major depressive disorder, I'm like, I'm so prepared now. Mm -hmm. But also, we are very underprepared for vacation depression with MDD. So we're like, okay, we're going to make a little, like, thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take, like, an extra day off when we get back. And then I'm probably going to watch Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, It was very fun, though, getting Christian's texts about... (laughs) the show as we're watching it that was great and that could be honestly an episode in and of its own oh yes Mm -hmm. oh i'm sure he would love we should have both of you oh that would be fun that would be very fun Mm -hmm. plans in the making all right (laughs) but let's uh get started right away so elise what do you have for us okay the writer is dan paladino so it's only been amy and dan so far right i think so for writing. Season. Yeah. 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 Um, and the director I'm very excited for is Jamie Babbitt. This is okay. our first time having her. She's great. I'm so, so excited to tell you what she's done. Okay. So she, this is her first episode. She'll go on to continue to direct 17 more episodes oh, wow. of Gilmore Girls. Okay. Um, her previous work, she has done Malcolm in the Middle, Ugly Betty, Gossip Girl, The L World. L word. Wait, like original L word? Yes. Okay. And original okay. Gossip Girl? Yes. Because mm-hmm. now there's that. The HBO. Did you watch it's that? It's canceled. No. It was horrible. I tried and I was like, what? I mean, even Gossip Girl OG yeah. would, like really approached the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, of, like, hello, quality. Chuck Bass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I, I love that for her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bunheads, which is also... <gasps> I did not. I've never seen it. Have you watched it, Mary? Oh my gosh! I used to love Bunheads. This is also I've never the seen beautiful it. Sutton Foster. Oh, and okay. it was like her being a. I think she was like a. Was she like a dejected ballerina? And okay. her only way back into the world was to start teaching at a camp. And she's originally like, I don't care. And then she's like, Wait. I do. These girls are actually okay. <laughs> I'm seeing myself in them. Okay. And that's upward, you know, upward Well, that's, story it's line. also Amy Sherman Palladino. Yes. She did, okay. did it. We gotta add that to our list. Uh, yes. So, Drop Dead Diva, Girls, okay. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Girls, like the HBO show yep. Girls? Girls. Lena Dunham. Interesting. Maisel? Marvelous Miss Maisel, yes. Mm-hmm. And A League of Their Own. Oh. The Amazon series? Yes. Oh. The new one. I still need to watch that. It's so good. Um, only murders in the building. Okay, okay. Silicon Valley. Wow. And then drum roll, but I'm a cheerleader. <gasps> yes. Have you seen But I'm a Cheerleader? I don't even know what that is. Oh, 1999 movie oh. with starring Natasha Lyonne. What? And yes, she's my religion. It is so campy and fun and very like end of the 90s feel. Wow. This is like pre American Pie Natasha Lyonne. Mm-hmm. It's I can't comment on that because I've not seen American Pie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not missing. I'm anything. not a huge. Mm-hmm. Some people love it. It's I like, did okay. make Bryn watch it during COVID, but that was because it was COVID. And what else did we have to right. do? Yeah, 
I put in almost 200 hours of Stardew Valley because what else did you have to do in COVID? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably did that in Animal Crossing, so mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, Russian dolls too, because that's another Natasha. Two? Mm. Yeah, she, no, she already did. She did. Oh, as well. Oh, as, as well. well. Got yeah. it. Got so, it. I have not watched season two of that yet. Yeah, um, it's not as, you know, I don't want to say. I, I didn't finish it. You didn't finish no, it? No. Mm. I got more into poker face here for my Natasha. So, mm. but, I yep, see. I think I'm really excited to see what else. I mean, I kind of peeked at what she also directed of Gilmore Girls. The one that stood out to me, the two that stood out to me, is the Deviled Eggs episode. Oh. Okay, okay. Yep. That's a we really good one. We all know that episode. Yeah. yeah. And then she also, in season seven, the letter that Lorelai, <gasps> to whom it may concern. That's the one where she yeah. writes the letter about Luke. Oh my god! I think one of the better episodes it. of yes. season seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the only good episode of season seven. <laughs> Oh, I'm not fans of season seven on this podcast. That's valid. Yeah, because that's is that when she go is that when Rory's in college? By the time she's in college, it's yeah she's graduating. Yeah, and that season, Amy Sherman, Palladino, and Dan Palladino were not involved in. That's they right. Because it just veers off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, can't wait for Christian to get his heart broken. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God, we really are going to have to get him back on track. We are, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, this episode is uh, quite the ride. Literally, a ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited because I have a lot of notes. And I'm really excited for our town meeting because I have a great question for you both. Well, like, this is, like, the episode I feel like, like, we finally are getting outside of the world of Stars Hollow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we're really breaking because we really only see that at Chilton or, you mm-hmm. know. It's interesting because we get to see them outside of their element, but then we also see that their trauma follows them outside of their element as well. What and a surprise. I know. You can't what? run away from your problems. It's really weird. Especially when you bring your child with who's involved. <laughs> yeah, it's. I have a lot of feelings about uh-huh. Lorelai in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love that. I love that woman. I know. Okay. Which I think this is probably one of the first episodes that people kind of start to question mm-hmm. how they feel about Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay, I'll save it. Because <laughs> I'll save it. Yes. Because we could go on and on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we open with the Gilmore girls on their road trip in the Jeep. Lorelai is panicking because there's no music. Rory is panicking because there is no plan. (laughs) Or destination. Or destination, yeah. There's no end in sight is really what she's panicking over. And I'm sure it's because you get all of this adrenaline, like, okay, we're going to run away and we're just going to go do something. And then the adrenaline wears off, and you're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Yeah. Where yep. are we going? And mm-hmm. I think this is where we see Rory being like the sensible one again, and Lorelai just being like, embrace the moment. We're just free spirit. Free spirit. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between being a free spirit and being literally crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the, I'm sure that 5.30 a.m. coffee is, you know, wearing off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. And I do think, like, the lack of music kind of adds to the the chaos of this moment. Uh-huh. Because the show does usually open up with music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that there is no music, no plan, they are already very grouchy with one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like building us up to Well, I mean, this is like a big thing that she just like ran out on her wedding. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Lorelai in this moment it's one of those things, like, I need to hyperfixate, like, I need music and sound. I don't mm-hmm. need silence because I'm going to actually think about what I did. Yep, exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I think with Rory starting to realize that there's layers to this situation there. Light layers. Light layers, yes. Layers. <laughs> light, light layers. layers. <laughs> I, it's like, okay, now it's just buying her time to ask the big question. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Why? And when do I ask it? Mm-hmm. You do know? I ask while my mother's driving crazy? <laughs> um, or should I maybe wait? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's clearly yeah. in a manic moment. But yes. this also makes me think of like, you know, the la- like the revival when mm-hmm. Lorelai is like afraid of Rory writing the book. Mm-hmm. Would this mm-hmm. be like a moment that she'd be embarrassed by, like would be put in the book? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Almost like that's interesting. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, probably. But is she ever really embarrassed by, like, anything? Because she's so, like, sharp-tongued that she yeah. can just make it easy-breezy to get through it. I almost wonder if it's more of a fear of being analyzed than embarrassed. Yeah. Kind oh, of like how yeah. we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah analyzed. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where oh, it's like, look absolutely. at all of these people. This woman is going through it. And we all know what's going on, but she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like one of the biggest asshole moments <laughs> Lorelai has ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. It's one of them. One of them. <laughs> this is only the pin. beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Let's this put is a like, pin in that. Is yeah. this season two or is this three? This is two. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we are just getting started. Yeah, it's interesting because season one kind of ends with like a, yay, happy, everyone's good. And then mm-hmm. right away in season two, we're like, Lorelai kind of sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then we're like, starting to wonder if we love our heroine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love when characters make bad choices, so it makes me love her more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's you human. Know. She's yeah. human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting choice for I sure. Don't, I don't know if I, I don't want to, I don't want to call it bad choice. When they make a choice. Yeah. A choice that you might not have made. Mm -hmm. When it's not a great choice, but it was a good choice overall. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just it's complex. She should have just said yes. Was it a good choice? Do you think she should have married Max? I don't think they should have gotten married as quickly as they did. Mm -hmm. I really actually would have loved to see their relationship be explored more. Sure. I would have liked to see growth, which might be weird also coming as a Luke stan. Sure. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because I think with Max, it's like 
he could have been good for her Mm -hmm. and she could have been good for him. Mm -hmm. They just didn't give themselves enough time to like understand the rhythm of each other. And yes. And I think because it didn't mesh right away and with Luke, it did mesh right away. Mm -hmm. She got to see like, I can mesh really well right away effortlessly with this yeah. other person and with Max it's going to take time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, you knew Luke for 5 years or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just meeting Max. Yeah, yeah. I think for Lorelai for being such a hard worker, I don't know if she this might be a hot take. I don't know if she loves the hard work of relationships. Nope, I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Cuz like, I mean, look at her parents. Exactly. You know, because yeah. I think, and maybe it's, maybe it's because anytime she did try to put in that effort, it kind of blew up in her face and mm-hmm. she'd get called out. And mm-hmm. it's like, maybe you need to be okay with being called out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I think I keep saying it's interesting. <laughs> it yeah. is interesting. It's, it's what, fascinating. Yeah. What's fascinating <laughs> about the situation is that this relationship like blowing up in her face it doesn't really blow up in her face because she runs away from it her face isn't there right yeah (laughs) and it's like she can't she deals with her parents only so much Mm -hmm. but how do you manage a big life decision she gave birth to rory and ran away yep and now it's like you were gonna get married and now you're running away from that too i mean she didn't even give birth yet she went into labor yeah and was like bye yep (laughs) yeah which like Mm -hmm. oh my god i know i'm having a journey right now yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like she likes to be the boss in the relationship like Mm -hmm. she wants to be the one that kind of is in control yeah yeah and with max she maybe could have worked out if she would have been able to do that Mm-hmm. I feel like she never really truly was herself with him. Mm-hmm. And then also she could have just been like, we need to slow down, man. Mm-hmm. So she could become herself mm-hmm. around him more. Yeah. Instead of like, a, you know, a characterization of herself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what kind of is the deal breaker for Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And why she runs. I, I think mean, so too. I even remembering when Max stayed over. And she looks at Rory and she's like, she this doesn't ask her mm-hmm. if this is weird. She's just like, this is weird. Yep. And mm-hmm. then presumably an hour or so later wakes her up in the middle of the night. And she's like, I have a boy in my room. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, yeah. no, honey, you have a man because you are a grown up. Yes. You're going to marry him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in your room every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot of red flags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it sucks overall. I think the suckiest thing is that she wasn't a big a big girl and was talked to Max instead of just running away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, because I think he would have been open to that conversation. Yeah. And she didn't do would it. Would he have? I, <laughs> I He would have married her that second. <laughs> I think that if she came to him and she said, I am feeling like this is a lot it feels Mm -hmm. like overwhelming whatever i think they could have sat down and had a conversation about it but i do think it would be layered with him saying like oh so you don't want this 
and she would have to like combat that with yeah. her feelings. Mm-hmm. But I do think the great thing about Max is that he could have a conversation with her. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I but she's not strong enough to to not fall mm-hmm. into the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was good at laying on the pressure. Yeah. Yes. Because I yeah. mean when they broke up and they got back together mm-hmm. it was I'm all in. I need you to be all in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe Zero I don't actually stand Max. <laughs> It's complicated. <laughs> like, like, he looks good on paper, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's got such... This is... He has a very good speaking voice as well. Yeah. You can tell he's done a lot of theater. Yes. Yeah. Like, stage theater. Because when he fights with Lorelai, this is, like, theater acting to me. Like, you know, like yes. good theater acting. The crispness mm-hmm. of his words, I'm just like, please fight more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they mm-hmm. do have a please good fighting thing. Please get passioned in your voice more. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's, he's very soft and, like, very, um, but also funny. When also he, like, what? <laughs> like, funny. funny when he threw that table. He's like, I feel crazy oh, yeah, after throwing the, the table. <laughs> and then they start making out and we're like, that was a really nice pot that you just broke. <laughs> he's just passionate. Yeah. I, I don't crazy. know. I can't wait to hear the episode with, um, Digger. Mm. Your thoughts mm-hmm. about Digger? Okay, we cause... have different thoughts about <gasps> him. Actually, I can't wait. Yeah, him. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, they are on their road trip, and they stop at a nut stand called Hayden Nuts. Did you know it was called Hayden? What? Nuts? Mm. It's called Hayden Nuts. That's Christopher's last name. Yes, it is. What? <laughs> I don't know why it's called is that. that. Is that an an allusion to the fact that Christopher's kind of nuts? <laughs> Or nutless. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, that was really bad. Listen, either or is correct. Yeah, so they stop at this nut stand, and then they get back on the road, and Lorelai decides now is a good time to call Suki mm-hmm. and tell her that the wedding is off. If you know that someone is making food and desserts and always goes above and beyond, I feel like that's the first thing you should do Mm -hmm. or like a high second Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. rory suki yeah yeah i'm Um, not even putting her mother up there yeah no suki (laughs) right um tell suki that the wedding is off and to tell miss patty because miss patty will tell everyone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so lorelei doesn't have to do any of the dirty work nope Oh my god, Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like really selfish. It's so bad. It's really bad. And I also look at that cake and I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be like a fun, quick, simple wedding. But it's Suki? Yeah, so I wonder if Lorelai didn't have much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen that woman panic about berries. Or squash yeah. blossoms. Or squash well, blossoms. She made so much for the the uh, surprise bridal shower. Yeah, the mm-hmm. engagement party. The engagement shower. Yeah, yeah party. true. Yeah. But yeah. wasn't that due to uh, Emily? Or am I misremembering? No, Emily was not in oh, on that she one. Was. She was. In, that's how she found oh. out about the engagement. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. You are 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's an interesting choice, but... They have that conversation, and they go back to, we still don't know where we're going. And Lorelai's like, oh, I know this random person who has a and b 
And Rory's already like, mm, no, a B and B is not the vibe for what we are going through right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai's like, nah, it'll be great. It'll be so fun. Like every room is guy. a different theme. Yeah. And this is what I couldn't figure out is what is the difference between a hotel, an inn, and a B and B. Mm. So hotels are generally for like longer stays. Okay. Where you're also not going to be at the hotel that much. Sure. Like that's a place to put your bags. Yeah. A B and B is more of an experience within itself. So like it's literally a bed and breakfast. Sure. You're there one night, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually have like their own plans with like things you can do at the B and B. Mm-hmm. And then an inn. I think of just, like, an elevated B&B. It's, okay. like, the middle, the, the like, happy medium between a and b and a right. hotel. Okay. And like, is a bed and breakfast, like, a communal bathroom, too? Usually. Kind I of, like, so. in Groundhog's Day? Um. I, well, I don't know. They have varies. their own bathroom. Oh, they do in there. In yeah. There. Okay. I guess, it yeah. might vary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just was like, what's the difference between the inn that they own later on and yeah. this B&B? Because they set up, like, experiences and stuff at the inn, too. Yeah. But so. it's also, I think, generally for, like, the longer stays. Mm-hmm. Like, two to three days. B&Bs, yeah. like, I think are typically something that you find off the main road, on the beaten track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but are like, very cute and woodsy and, and mm-hmm. you know. We all hang out with each other. Yeah. Like well, you're going to converse that. with people because yeah. yeah. you're having breakfast and coffee together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Plus I think it also, mm, hotels I also think of as being like very large chains. Yeah, yeah. totally. B&Bs are like a family business and in might be a slightly larger family business. Mm-hmm. But I might be wrong on every word I just yeah. said. I think of B&B too, the difference is the person that owns the B&B lives there. Oh, quite possibly, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, like in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Okay, I've <laughs> Joe, the potters open a, a oh B&B. <laughs> I think this is the first episode we haven't mentioned Dawson's Creek. Except now you have. Except yeah. now we have. <laughs> I yeah. always try to slide it in. Somewhere. It always comes through. Hilarious. But, yeah, okay, that's interesting. I was wondering about... The B and B in difference yeah. there, and now we have Airbnb, and now we have Airbnb, and honestly, a B and B sounds like a nightmare to me. Yes, I don't want to socialize with people that I don't know when I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd mm-hmm. like to be far removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I came like out privacy. very evil sounding. No. <laughs> I like privacy. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally. But I get why it kind of is cool that she wants to go there, Lorelai, because I think this is her trying to look for her next thing to get Mm -hmm. her through Max and something to give her inspiration for her in. Yeah. Or it's just the first place she thought of. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. might actually be nearby. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, completely. Yeah, so the girls are going to this B&B. They are not excited, but, or I should say Rory is not excited. Mm-hmm. But she's going to fly along with whatever Lorelai decides because it's easier than not having a plan at all. Mm-hmm. All right, the ladies have arrived to the Cheshire Cat, Wait, where we meet, like, 
What? We met Sammy. Yeah, we met Sammy. Um, we meet one of the best one episode characters ever, Ladon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ladon is the perfect name yes. for the owner of a B and B. Yes, it's too Especially much. Especially buying it from Donald. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, that's like the whole irony of the situation mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. Ladon bought it from Donald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. Ladon like the Don? She is the Don. She is the Don. Now we could go into, like, (laughs) Godfather. Okay. (laughs) But she's obsessed with the bell. They walk Mm -hmm. in, and she's actually sitting at the desk. And she's like, don't you want to ring the bell? Can you ring the bell? She has a great, like, toddler teacher voice. Mm -hmm. Uh They have a room available. And Lorelai's like, "Mm, I need to think about this for a second. And actually prioritizes Rory's needs. And decides they will stay and figure it out. And Ladon walks them up to their room carrying their light layers, which looks extremely heavy and a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and says, watch out for Sammy on the steps. And then they fat shame Sammy. Right. They're like, that's Sammy or either, or it's, is that Sammy or the cat that Ate Sammy. Ate Sammy, yeah. Also, Sammy's not even that chunky of yeah. a cat. No, I've had I have way seen... chunkier cats. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know. But you she can make brings it up them... the stairs. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, Lorelai walks by it to, like, the cat. Like, she's afraid of it. Like, she doesn't like cats. And, like, that is what makes me not like Lorelai. <laughs> no, she's definitely a dog person. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, I, um, that's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves with people is that they'll be like, I don't like cats. I like dogs. And I'm like, what? Why don't you just like animals? Mm-hmm. Why are we making this a personality choice? Because everything is a personality choice these days. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I like both animals. I know. We were just talking about this because you were like, this morning, did you ever notice how when people drink Coke, they just drink Coke, but when people drink Diet Coke, it's their entire personality? Yes. And I was like, yes. yeah, that's a real thing. I saw that oh, on Oh, like TikTok. when people are on yeah. diets or they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a Peloton person. And it's like, are you a Peloton person or are you a person who just happens to own a Peloton? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Let's reevaluate how you think of yourself yes. for the betterment of your mind. Like, yes. I love Gilmore Girls, but I would not call myself like a Gilmore girly kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. not my vibe. But I do things in Gilmore Girl fashion, mm-hmm. but I am not like, oh my God, I'm such a Lorelei. Yeah. In moments, I might be like, in this moment, I'm I'm being a little bit of this Lorelai yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's, no. yeah. It's so, like reminds me of like that episode of Thirty Rock, and um, what's her name? The blonde in it, the really funny oh, one, Jenna. Jenna. She's like, she's with a group of girls, and like Tina Fey's there, and she's like, "You're Charlotte." I'm Samantha. Oh, God. And then she points at Tina Fey. She's like, and you're the woman at home watching it. (laughs) (laughs) God. That's a great show, too. I know. It's so amazing. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
it's okay to, in a moment, recognize you're acting like a character. Mm-hmm. But yeah. once that becomes your entire identity, I am no longer interested in talking to you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, I liked you for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where have you gone? <laughs> well, LaDawn brings them up to their room, and when she opens the door, they are met with yellow floral patterns on the walls, on the bed, in the shower curtain everywhere. And Lorelai even lets out like a, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm sorry, but there, there should have been a reference here because there is a short story. I had to look it up because I, I knew that this was a reference that should have been made, but there's a short story by Charlotte Perkins Gilman called the yellow wallpaper Mm -hmm. Where she goes crazy sitting in a room of wallpaper and like Mm -hmm. it starts to put her into psychosis. And I'm like, where are you, Dan Palladino? Like, (laughs) come on. If Amy wrote this episode, I feel like that is a reference Mm -hmm. she would have made for sure. I love that short story. Me too. It's Mm -hmm. wild. Mm -hmm. Wild. But I feel like that's a little bit of a missed moment, but I'll let it slide. This one time. Only this one time, because I can't think of another time where they could have made a reference and didn't. Mm -hmm. More often than not, I'm like, did we really need a reference there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but the girls get settled in and they read the guest book because B&Bs have guest books. Mm -hmm. Interesting enough. Um, I don't really see the purpose of a guest book. Like... We had one for our wedding, and it was like, why do we need this? You should have one in this guest bedroom. (laughs) That would actually be very fun. You know, my cousin had a guest book in her bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So when people would use the bathroom, they could, like, sign the guest book. Oh, God. Don't mind me stopping at Target on my way home. (laughs) Just be like, how would you rate your experience? That's exactly it. Does this feel like a throne or just your average low? And there was, like, a a part where you could, like, draw a picture if you wanted to of, like, what you left behind. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. My family is interesting. But they get settled and they're like, all right, let's go eat. Whatever. They start to head down the stairs. And as they are descending the stairs, they stop. Lorelai stops. Lorelai stops. And they realize that all of the people are, you know, hovered around talking to each other, having cocktail hour, whatever. And this is when she realizes there are people and will have to socialize and talk about things. And she calls it chit chat. And in this moment, I a thousand percent relate to Uh Norlai. I do not want to do chit chat. Small talk is quite literally the worst thing on the planet. Uh (laughs) Not good at it to the point where like. I sometimes will skip over chit chat and go to this is not appropriate for us to be talking this deeply about ourselves, <laughs> but I feel more comfortable doing that than mm-hmm. talking about the weather. Like, I can think of like one positive chit chat moment in my life, and it was at Universal Studios in the Leaky Cauldron. And it was because. I don't know why, but the tables there, the chairs are so low to the ground. Yeah. And like, 
you just sit wherever there's a spot. Like, if you're at a four top, but there's two of you, someone will sit with you. Mm-hmm. And so we were just like, it's fine. Everything's fine. We're focusing, lasered in on each other. And a woman comes, and she's wearing a Ravenclaw shirt. And I'm like, mm, we're going to chat, aren't we? <laughs> and, and we did, because when she sat down, she did not realize how far down it was. And she just went... right in her seat and just froze and I was like don't worry we saw it and I was like I'm sorry I don't know why I took that as a moment to confirm your embarrassment (laughs) she's like no it's fine I feel way better and I was like I'm so glad I could help and we chatted with her and her husband the whole time and it was great yeah but we walked away and I was like Christian we never got their names no no idea where they're from I feel no emotional attachment to these people, and it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm okay with chit-chat. So then we get into a line for a ride, and I'm like, I'm going to try, like, chatting. And I'm like, wow, these lines. And this mother just, like, <laughs> this mother turned around and just stared at me, and I looked at Christian, and I was like, mission failed. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, nope, I'm never chit-chatting again. Now, only time I chit-chat are in elevators mm-hmm. when I embarrass myself by getting off on the wrong yeah. floor, and I'm like, don't worry, I do it all the time, I'm fine. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh great, now a stranger is concerned for my well-being. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I ch- I have some reason like we'll chit chat with baristas a lot and then I'll like self reflect and like go outside my body like, <laughs> and I'll be like oh my god I'm one of those people that people like the other customers are looking at me and they're like oh yeah. she's the type that knows all the baristas names yep. what a suck up <laughs> you know what I mean yes okay. 100% I don't I do not chit chat to the point where I have been told I'm really intimidating and not like a welcoming person <laughs> how are you yeah, like, I have been told, like, even Jenny is like, yeah, I didn't know what, how to approach you because I am not a chit-chatter. Like, I will confirm. Yeah, yeah. I was very intimidated by you, <laughs> especially because I was just like, we love Bryn. And so then I was like, I really want to, like, be friends with them. But I told Christian, I was like, I don't know if Amy likes me, though. <laughs> like, even though we've never interacted. <laughs> and Christian was just like, Mary, no, Amy's great. And I was just like, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't know what it is. Nope. But as a confident person, I feel nervous talking. And he was just like, you're creating a narrative in your head. And I'm like, am I? Is it wrong, though? <laughs> And I'm so happy that it was wrong. Yeah, it's it's a thing. And uh, but although I see you at parties, though, like now when me... I saw you, the first party, I saw you were very quiet. But yeah. now parties, now you're very social mm-hmm. with a couple drinks. Anyways. With a couple drinks, yeah. It depends on the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. who you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Even the event type. Yeah, has like yeah. input. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes time. I mean, I. Bryn and I have been together for eight years, and I didn't start really being friends with those people until, like, four or five years ago. hmm Just because I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to small talk with people. Yeah. And it just depends on your mood, I think. 
Yeah. yeah. And Lorelai yeah. is like not having it. Well, in she's this in moment. a she's already in a mood of like mm-hmm. fight or flight, and she is flighting. Yeah, flighting. But it's turning away. Yeah. yeah, it's weird though because she does she does remind me of a small talker a little bit because she knows everybody in Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely a small talker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you are so quick witted. Yeah. And like her brain moves a million miles mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. I think if she didn't chit chat. She'd she would explode. Die. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the Tinkerbell, I need applause to live, but yeah. she needs small talk to live. Because, like, you know, when there are those moments when you're just like, there is tension. I know I could be the one to break it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But am I going to be the one to break And then you do. And you're just like, <sighs> uh huh. Breath of fresh. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. I know. I, I, yeah, I just heavily relate to her mm-hmm. in that moment. Yep. But also, like, yeah. these are women that are constantly eating. Yes. Why did they not pack I, a bag of snacks? I know. I because was like, what? those are not, snacks aren't light layers. <laughs> yeah, they're just not. And I think they know that that would not be a light layer. And that didn't would be an they, igloo. Didn't they buy, like, a bag of nuts? Yeah. At the nuts stand? Stop oh, yeah. at a gas station. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I guess, okay, so I was reading on Reddit about, like, the map of this situation. Okay. They're, like, an hour and a half-ish away from Stars Hollow. So it's very possible they have not needed to stop at a gas station oh, yet. sure. So it's, like... But people who are obsessed adrenaline. with food, they're obsessed with food. Yeah, but I guess also she's adrenaline. just, like, flighting so hard that she yeah. is not aware of anything else going on. Mm. Yeah. Which, I, fine. Whatever. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, but I do love when they are, they go back up to the room and they're like, okay, now what do we do? Eat certs mm-hmm. that are fuzzy. Yeah. And they hear the people singing downstairs. They're like, great, we've moved on to the next portion of their evening. And Lorelai addresses that they are above everyone else. Like, <laughs> half-heartedly, but we also know that I'm sure this is, like, a major, like, critical comment that people have given the show at this point. Like, why are these, why do these two women think that they're better than everybody mm-hmm. else? Mm-hmm. And... Fine. I like that. I think that's like a fun whatever. I don't know if Rory is maybe up to that point. But Lorelai, I think, definitely thinks that she's smarter than everyone else Mm -hmm. in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And hotter than... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. She's like, yes, this is my daughter and I look like this. But, you know, Um, Rory does get to that point. She does. I think that, like, Rory is still so shy. Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, um, but her moment, her, her, bleh? what? Her <laughs> moments of boldness are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree completely. She has a good one coming up with her mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love when Rory gets to be bold and we, mm-hmm. and, and we see her sense of humor too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love seeing her stand up to Lorelai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a lot to say about this next part. So maybe we should just go mm-hmm. right for it. Let's do the damn thing. But I'm loving this chit chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Well, they are trying to find conversations for their own chit chat now. 
And Rory's like, we should talk. And Lorelai's like, okay, great. And she's like, what do you want to talk about? And Rory's like, uh, I don't know, Max. <laughs> Just like wastes no time. And of course, Lorelai is like, I thought you'd maybe want to talk about makeup or like something fun like that. And it's like, no, you know your daughter well enough to know that this was coming. Mm-hmm. This was bound to happen. You brought her with for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hats off to Rory because she really uh and she waited like all day. Mhm. Oh, yeah, she waited till bedtime. Torture. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure she was like, "All right, I'm going to give her space to like process this, but at the same time, Rory, you know your mom is not processing anything." Mhm. She's avoiding. Mhm. And I think it was just like we can't we can't ignore this anymore. There mm-hmm. has to be more to it. And it's, this is, we haven't seen this in a long time, but this is another moment where Lorelai kind of switches the the boundaries of their mm-hmm. relationship. Where we're friends and we're always going to be together. This is how it's always going to be. But in this situation, I am your mother mm-hmm. and you are my daughter and you will not do this. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while mm-hmm. since that happened. I think I can't even remember the last time, honestly. It used to come up like every episode <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, Lorelai, are you best friends or are you mother and daughter? Mm-hmm. But when Lorelai doesn't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. she's the mother. And I think it's it's interesting because Rory really kind of approaches this as a this was something I was ready to do. Why weren't you ready to do it? Mm-hmm. Like we made room in the closet. We did all of these things. And I, I wrote this quote down because it really stuck with me. And she said, Max was counting on this. I was counting on this. Mm-hmm. What do you think she means by that? Like we understand Max counting on it mm-hmm. because they're in a relationship together yeah. and this is what you do. But what does she mean by saying I was counting on this? She was going to have a father figure around, and one that, like, not only that she liked, I think that she saw as a father figure. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they have a good relationship. I think she was excited to have, like, someone else that she could talk about books and, like, her very well-educated brain with. Mm-hmm. Um, also, maybe codependency with Lorelai, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that when she does go off to college... Her mom's going to have someone and, you know, it'd mm-hmm. be one less worry for her, yeah. too. Yeah, because I think that becomes very apparent by the end of this episode that that is something Rory maybe was anticipating before Lorelai was anticipating it. Oh, absolutely. Now yeah. that you say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think she... Plus, I think, I think Rory has, like, a weird guilt of, like... Which Moving I think... on. Moving on and also, like, being the reason that her mom's life is so different than what yep. it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think does get talked about. Yeah, at some uh, point. Yeah. I know we talked about it in our last episode because we had said she has a different kind of pressure where it's, mm-hmm. I'm not only doing this for myself, I'm doing this because my mom didn't get to, mm-hmm. and I'm doing this for my grandparents because they didn't get to see their own daughter do these things. So yeah. now I am doing them and to I'm, appease all of these people. And I'm doing it 
to the highest of standards. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, I think Rory even likes the attention of being like, mm-hmm. I am successful. I'm success, but she's always like, I'm sis- I'm successful because of my mother right. and because of the opportunities that she didn't get to have that she made sure I have. And it's just like, what a slippery slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe even. I wonder if maybe she was even excited to have Max around because maybe some of the pressure and attention would be off of her. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's too, it's just a way to change their dynamic and perhaps Mm -hmm. introduce new boundaries that need to be in place Mm -hmm. that they don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Lorelai is really dropping the ball because I feel like number one, you would want to talk to your kid about this Mm -hmm. and why you left. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just left up and ran out. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And so then that made me think, when did she fully realize that she didn't love him? Luke. And (laughs) did she ever love Max? No. Well, she says it in the previous episode. She wasn't actually that excited to marry him. Like, she didn't want to try Mm -hmm. on her wedding dress. Mm -hmm. Um, Because also, we don't even see that much of a, you know, traditional wedding process. No. Behind this. No. Um, And, like, I think that she... I think Lorelai really does want some of the more, you know, traditional, stereotypical events of life. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I think that part yeah. of her like childhood stays with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I want tradition in some aspect because I want I, what everyone else has had. I lost it when I had Rory. Like yeah. that threw a lot of things out of whack for her. Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably very true. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. I think Luke was kind of the the chupa that he made. Kind of like with the goat, with the goat and the grapes, and I think that really put into perspective for her this idea that they didn't fit together the Mm -hmm. way that she can't talk to Max the way she Mm -hmm. can just sit on the steps and talk to Luke, Mm -hmm. or fight with Luke, or fight Mm -hmm. with Luke, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for her, she's like, oh, and like yeah, not... that gift that he gives her, it, there is something about it's so intimate, almost, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel something, even as a viewer. I think something that, because um, when I rewatched the episode last night, that I noticed, Luke was just like, and there's a goat. You like goats, right? And it's just like he knows that she oh, likes yeah. goats. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that is also something that Lorelai really is beginning to value and that like this man knows her mm-hmm. and like, and there's such a beauty in having a partner and someone who not only knows you, but like wants to continue to get to know you mm-hmm. as you evolve. Mm-hmm. Cause he, we all know he has seen that woman change mm-hmm. and continues to love her from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he even loves her when she's annoying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He loves fighting with her because then he also loves doing what he can to make her happy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you would talk to me like, 
four years ago. Yeah, tell me everything. I would have just been like, no, screw love. This all sucks. And yeah. then freaking Christian came <laughs> along and I was like, why are you Why are you getting me water? I didn't yeah. ask for water. And he was like, well, you need to drink water. I know you don't drink water. And I'm like, I don't drink water. You're right. <laughs> yeah, they notice things that yeah. you're just like, why are you noticing this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, <laughs> and it's it's the effortlessness of with, the effort of the effort yeah. like luke acted like making that hoppa was like no big deal he's like i had some spare woods yeah i had some time <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> clearly i work with wood a lot yeah <laughs> i know the proper plural term is woods <laughs> yeah it's just he just owns woods like yeah woods He's probably to chop down the tree. Yeah, he's probably yeah. got some acres. I'm sure. Like... Right? Yeah, totally. Uh, I just... I want to build a spec house on his property. Okay. <laughs> That's a Sopranos reference. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I just... I think she sees that it it's requiring more effort to want to be excited to do this, mm-hmm. to want to be in a relationship with this man. And then she has this effortless conversation with Luke and she's like, wait a minute. What is this love? Is this not love? Mm-hmm. And what, what is love? Yeah. And I've, you know, my parents are in love, but that's not the love that I see i want or i see or i don't which is interesting Mm because they actually those two love each other so much much. yeah but she has such a veil on towards them Mm -hmm. that i mean i don't even think she realizes it but luke is a lot like her dad yeah yeah like and uh but also i can't believe we have not mentioned the bachelorette party where she doesn't call Max. Oh, yeah. She yeah. calls Christopher. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, so then it's like, okay, is it really Luke or is it Christopher? But also that's a whole arc of this. We can yeah. save that for damn, the town meeting because, yeah, we got. Series. we That's our episode that comes out tomorrow mm. is the bachelorette party mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah like mary like you said i think that what amy's question was i think the first thing was the wedding dress mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was her first like her mom her yeah. hearing that story from her mom and just being like how she was so nervous and mm-hmm. she wanted to try it on and anytime she was like fantasizing about seeing him at she the golf safe. course and she felt safe with him and all of these things and she's like i First of all, haven't known this man long enough to mm-hmm. be in a situation where I would feel all of these yeah. things. Yeah. But then also, I have a friendship with this person that I do feel all of those things yeah. with. And that was the second step. Mm-hmm. But then I, she also has Christopher, who she's sort of felt the ideas of. Mm-hmm. That like your I, first love. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. she... Yeah. I think she also still thinks that Chris has that potential. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where she's even just like, but what about with Chris? Yes, I know yeah. that Luke is this way, but what about with Chris? You know, yeah. you make a child together. There's always strings. Yep. Yeah. There always will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never really got to finish what 
could have been. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it was interrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... She's got a lot of different examples of love, but not the love that she is looking for. Yep, as I think that with Laura, like there are people who are just okay with being with whoever. Mm-hmm. I think certain people, it you want the i you want that big grand love, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's not there with Max. And you know, I think yeah. she was fighting that the whole time, mm-hmm. and it just started to dawn on her that actually no. That's well, and I think yeah. for some people, too, they get so caught up in the the notions of getting married and what that symbolizes and what mm-hmm. that means. And, you know, oh, as it gets closer, I'll get excited and all mm-hmm. of these things. And it's like... And some people marry for prospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Who, absolutely. What, you know, how how they make another person look. Mm-hmm. How, you know, how much money they make, mm-hmm. um, their social status, stuff like that. They, they're not actually looking for the feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I sometimes think that that's what Lorelai thinks of her parents. Is oh. it was the prospect oh, kind yeah. of thing where they were both from similar families and oh, yeah. whatever. But the moment the audience knows that that's not the case is when Richard's in the hospital. Yes. And Emily says... I demand that I go first. Mm-hmm. That's when you know, yeah, that wrecks me every time. Ugh. But that's when the audience recognizes that this is more than just right. two families that came from similar backgrounds. But Lorelai doesn't see that moment, so she right. doesn't have that connection of this is what it is. Yeah. It's almost like in her head, like she almost thought they were just like an arranged marriage, and then they, like, mm-hmm. okay. Do you remember in The Princess Diaries <laughs> when Clarice is uh, explaining to Mia that, like, I had an arranged marriage and we grew very fond of each other. He was my best friend. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and Mia's just like, I don't want fondness. I want love. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is Lorelai's Mia Thermopolis Princess Diaries totally. 2 moment where she's yeah. just like I don't want fondness I don't want toleration mm-hmm. like I want passion I want zing I want like the notebook yes there was mm-hmm. no uh, and except that's that's yeah. a whole other yeah, thing yeah I know yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay but yeah. like you know what I, I do mean? love the notebook though I do love that show oh yes I know you hate it Amy I don't I... hate it I just have Feelings. Feelings, yeah. I appreciate the acting that was done in that movie. I don't love the story of it. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I think it was acted really, really well. Mm-hmm. But I also do not like Ryan Gosling. I think he's not attractive, and that's a hot take, I know. That is a hot take. That I was... Weird. I think he was very hot in The Notebook with the beard. <sighs> <laughs> I just need to go there for a second. But anyways, yeah, the notebook is problematic. But that's a kind of an example of she had a choice between passion and prospect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very Max and Luke. Mm -hmm. Or Christopher, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I think, yeah, I don't know. I could really lay into Christopher, and I have. Oh, yeah. But I think with Christopher, it's that first love. You know, you never forget your first love. Yeah, right. And I think with Max, it was, this is someone who was really into me. And I loved that attention. And I loved 
how forward he was with mm-hmm. how much he was into me. Mm-hmm. I think she falls for that because that's where Lorelai gets her confidence from in the beginning. I think mm-hmm. eventually she gets her confidence from her work ethic and like running a business and things like mm-hmm. that. But right now she's not at that point. And I think because Luke is not forward with how he feels, she is taking a step back. Yeah. And I think she's just so nervous to have someone new in the bubble. Like, Mm -hmm. Chris, even if he's so absent, he's still in the bubble. He feels like family. He feels like a part of it. And I think, and I mean, even though Lorelai is pretty selfish, I'm going to say, I think she is also still thinking of Rory in this situation. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. I think ultimately she does want, like, someone who Rory can connect with. Mm-hmm. But I think she's and also feel safe with. And also feel safe with, but I think she is missing that she has that person already and okay. it's Luke. Mhm. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the anniversary party. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's I think that's it. That's all I have for notes for this. Beautiful. Let's, let's move on. We are with the girls the next morning. Lorelai is looking at the wallpaper crazily. Craze crazy? Crazily. Craze. Crazily? That sounds weird. With but I craze. Think, with craze. <laughs> yes. With much craze. She is looking at the newspaper. And or the not the newspaper, the wallpaper. <laughs> And my wallpaper at home is just newspaper. Yeah. I mean, some people do that. Um, You're always in the news. Can I tell you a creepy story? Okay. I'll be quick. I used to be a caretaker for an apartment building. Mm -hmm. And so then I would have to take care of the turns of each. It would be called turning an apartment. So basically you have to go in there and like deep clean Clean, for the next tenant. Um, This was a big project. Someone had like lived there for like 30 years. I'm pretty sure he died. But this man had pictures of women in mag- magazines all over the walls. Oh, no. The windows. Inside, the windows? Yep. Inside his cupboard drawers. Like, like what kind of magazines are we talking? Like Playboy magazines? Um, any, anything. Yeah. So there some was were like, dressed, some were nude, some yeah, were. Okay. Yeah, it was like fashion magazine. Any any kind of picture of any beautiful woman, his whole place was lined in windows even. So I had to like take a razor blade. Oh my god. Yeah. That to was the, windows, the, that was the most the disgusting walls. job I, I ever had to do in that Ew, apartment. Yeah. I would not want to even touch those photos. Yes. Oh yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Is that the apartment that you lived in? In South Minneapolis? Yeah, when yeah. we went to MCTC? Yep. Or I went to Metro. I'm sorry, I didn't go to MCTC. <laughs> Metro. I was at MCTC. <laughs> I went to North Hennepin, though. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Okay, yeah. well. But anyways, wallpaper. Wallpaper. Flowers. <laughs> Flowers newspapers. <laughs> uh, Rory discovers that Lorelai sign the guest book and she says something about Satan. Satan was here? Yeah, Satan, like yeah something. Like, this place is satanic. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. 
Because then Rory turns it into, like, I sat in here and worked or something, like, changing it Mm -hmm. so it sounded better. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about the purpose of guest books. That's how you left reviews. Yeah. And then I further thought about it, though. It's just, like... How unfortunate, though, that you don't get to read the reviews till you're there. Right. And, like, you're stuck there, and you're just like, man, I wish there would have been another way to see what people thought of this place before getting yeah. here. Like, how did people do anything back then without having a review? Like, word of mouth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had to have been. Like... I don't even know. Like, yeah. how, how would people leave reviews, especially, like, cross-country? Mm-hmm. Um, how did people even advertise, like, aside from the ginormous... Newspapers. Those newspapers mm-hmm. that are on so-and-so's walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and then the big marquee signs. Yeah. I act like I wasn't alive during that time, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I just, it's so it, weird It was now. a different planet. It was. Universe. Like, I don't do anything now without reading reviews. Yeah. I don't order um, anything without reading reviews. Yeah, no. I know. Like, especially with buying stuff. I I try not to be influenced by reviews with mm-hmm. movies and TV yeah. shows because a lot of times I'll look at Rotten Tomatoes and they'll be like, this had 75%. And then mm-hmm. I watch it and I'm like, this was Garrett, hands down, 95%. In yeah. my book, is or something, you know, only movies and TV yeah. shows. Oh, and, is it? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or okay. Amazon does the same thing. They have ratings. Yeah. Buy. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. But when buying products, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like some people that I'm okay being influenced by mm-hmm. on like TikTok because I actually like believe their yeahness. Yeah. Um, but then there's some people that I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Everything you say comes with a grain of salt. Yeah. And I shall maybe take that grain of salt, or mm-hmm. I shall not take that grain of salt. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah. But they decide, they have a window, because they look at the schedule. A 13-minute window. A 13-minute window between breakfast and the scone-making class. Mm-hmm. So they run downstairs, and they're all crowded around this window, and Lorelai and Rory are like, what is going on? And they're looking at hummingbirds. <laughs> yes. And they're bird watching, which is very B&B. Yes. Um, during the co- B&Bers do. Yeah. Like, during COVID, I became a bird watcher. <laughs> but that's only because the one of the boys I nanny is, like, obsessed with birds. So we got, like, a little... I even have an app on my phone that will listen and identify the bird based on, like, the sound it's making in oh the trees. Oh, my God. Yeah. We were very into it. Mm-hmm. So... They're bird watching. watching. Now they're building scones. They're like, oh, yeah, we might have time for a few scones. So they sit down, and then this older woman and her husband sit down, and, of course, they go right into the chit-chat. Like, Uh oh, you're in publishing, and LaDon is here just, like, fueling the conversation. (laughs) It's fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) And the poor girls are, like, shoving in scones so they don't have to talk, but, like, aren't fully rude enough where... They're not giving them anything. Mm -hmm. Lorelai walks away to have a conversation on the phone. She calls (sighs) Suki. The face that Rory makes, though, when she walks away is priceless. (laughs) She's like, oh, mom, you said you weren't going to do any business while you were on vacation. And then, of course, the old couple is like, 
she's so quiet, but she won't be after yep. we're talking to her. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, tell me more about your school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lorelai leaves, and I just want to point out that Sammy is on the steps again. Yes. Okay? Sammy has been on the steps every time they've been on the steps. I'm just mm-hmm. pointing that out. Um, she calls Suki and asks how the news is spreading. Has it spread? Did Miss Patty fulfill her duty of letting everyone know? And Suki says, yes, but Luke doesn't know yet. And Lorelai's like, well, can you just tell him and get it over with? So uh. she's calling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can we can <sighs> divulge in a second. So before Suki tells him, he is having an argument with Kirk over paying for his coffee. His and eight cups. His eight cups of coffee. And Luke is like, this isn't France. You can't sit here all day and drink your coffee and not pay for it. And he's very frustrated, grumpy. You can tell he is feeling some type of way because Lorelai is getting married. I mean, ultimately, that is like the below the surface emotion. When he comes back over to the counter and Suki's on the phone and she goes, isn't that sad about Lorelai and Max? And he's like, what? And she's like, the wedding, it's off. And, like, he's looking down. And, like, the way his head immediately pops up, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, that's that's too bad. And Suki's like, yeah, this is her on the phone. He's like, oh, well, tell her, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and it'll be okay. And then I he starts. Oh, yeah, wait, no. Yeah, don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> then he starts going around the whole thing, and he's like, Kirk, Here's another cup and pours him a ninth cup. And then he says, and the coffee's on the house. Welcome to France. Yeah, welcome to (laughs) France. And then Kirk's like, oh, well, should I say gracias? It's like, (laughs) oh, my God, Kirk. Also, after trying to figure out a 6% tip. Yeah, 6%. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's small town, though, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Um, But... Luke's going around and he's like, oh, here's your coffee on the house or I like your hat or he's a totally different guy. And this happens after Suki hangs up the phone and Suki's just sitting there like Kermit the Frog (laughs) drinking her tea, you know, like watching this happen. And it's like her tea and watching the tea. mm -hmm. She knows. Suki knows big time. Everyone does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now everyone knows. That the wedding is off in Stars Hollow. Thank mm-hmm. goodness for that. Um, <laughs> Lorelai didn't have to lift a finger. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she can just, you know, manipulate everyone else to figure it out for her, which mm-hmm. no surprise there. Um, I also made a weird note that Rory's shirt looks like it has a Pokemon card on it. <laughs> oh, I thought a tarot card. I thought a tarot card too, but I was like, what? Is that <laughs> either way? It's placed terribly on the shirt. Yeah, it almost looks like it's a shirt she would have made. I wonder, like in class. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> did that once. <laughs> it like was a screen. Yeah, like screen was, printing. Yeah, that's very. Fun, Do you still though. have it? No. Okay. What did you screen print on it? The post- Dawson's Creek. No, the poster to King Kong. 
the original <laughs> 19 like 39 or something. I love that. That's very good. I wish I still had it, but it was it was too small for me back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, without that shirt of hers. I wonder if they placed it that way because at that point Alexis Bledel was like 19. Yeah, so I wonder if they thought that it would like make her appear still somewhat flat-chested or small-chested. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird choice. It was a very odd costuming choice. Mm-hmm. Or they just saw it and they were like, "Boom, you." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this looks like somebody who doesn't care about fashion. Go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's different, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the girls are figuring out what their next step is going to be. So let's see where that goes. I kind of want to say something. Oh, yeah, oh. sorry. <laughs> I forgot. What did you want to say, Elise? Okay, is it me or is Lorelai just calling because she wants to know that Luke knows? Oh, a thousand percent. Okay. Oh, deep down, hundred percent. Yes. She does not give a flying fuck what anybody else in that town thinks, except for Luke. Yeah. I don't know. This is like they have like the weirdest foreplay. These two. <laughs> they really you know. Do. <laughs> or do you think is she hoping not? Because it wouldn't get to Emily and Richard that way. No. Because they're. Well, and at the end of the episode, yeah. that's yeah. when Emily finds out. But Lorelai so. doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. care about her parents. Yeah, no. she just wants Luke to know. And she can't. Because I honestly think she was, like, when she called Christopher and when she talked to Luke, she was looking for someone to say, don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody did. Yeah. So then she had to be the big girl and make the decision. Mm-hmm. And... I don't it's, think she did a great job. It's interesting that decision, she doesn't but... care that Christopher knows, though. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Well, wait, he doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Yeah. Mm-mm. Although I'm guessing he probably knows. Yeah, he's like, yeah, she's not going to do that. After the call. But Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we can move on if you want. <laughs> she has said her piece. <laughs> Elise has spoken. <laughs> The law has been laid. Listen, I'm just here to, like, guide us through. Okay. So just interrupt whenever. Okay. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. The Gilmore girls have decided on a location for their road trip. They are going... To Harvard. They stand outside the big gate, which Mary has been to Harvard and yes. pointed out it looks similar enough yes. where if you're not educated mm-hmm. on the ins and outs of Harvard, you wouldn't know any different. You'd see a brick building with some pretty greenery and you'd be like, that could totally be Harvard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's a big brick building. Yeah. That's it's a actually college. <laughs> UCLA. Is where they filmed it. Mm-hmm. So, where Meadow wanted to go to college in the Sopranos. <laughs> so, but no, I, I said on this too, like, I have a feeling that everyone wearing like a Harvard sweatshirt is like 
a plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure they had real students walking around. Yes. But if they had a Harvard sweatshirt, they were, like, a paid actor or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. They've it's, got an IMDb. Uh, Harvard yeah. extra. No big deal. Yeah. I also went there, perhaps. Like, happenstance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, the campus is beautiful, though, in real life. Yeah. Is it, that's our goal. Like, I, I associate Harvard with the social network. Oh, completely. Like, mm. that setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was actually filmed. I'm, I'm assuming it was. Yeah, for a movie I yeah, could see. For yeah, for David Fincher, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, it, it looks beautiful. I think it's very sweet that Lorelai brings her to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't tell Rory that's where they're going. They just are there. Yeah. And she's like, don't you want to see, like, where you'll be living and whatever? And, you know, like... Rory went through that whole thing where she wasn't sure about Harvard. She was like, I could go somewhere else. And she was like, but Harvard is what we've been dreaming of. So it's like, is this Lorelai trying to manifest something for oh, yeah. Rory? Yeah. Every time they talk about it, she says, this is what we've been working for. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been planning. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, is it now? Yeah. <laughs> so they're walking around. They're looking at everything. And... They walk by the library, then Rory goes into this existential crisis <laughs> of there's no way she could possibly read enough books that fill that one library. It's like, stop, you're too much. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, I sleep too much. It's like, oh my God, just relax. It's okay. They decide to get um, coffee. There's a coffee cart and Rory's really excited. She's like, I'm going to get coffee at Harvard. <laughs> Everything is at Harvard. And... Lorelai decides while she's getting coffee, she's going to look at, like, the wanted ads for roommates or tutoring or whatever. And this guy comes up to Lorelai, clearly gives her the up-down, and then starts talking to her. In his Harvard sweatshirt. In his Harvard sweatshirt, (laughs) which is what made me think, like, oh, yeah, this guy is a total plant. Like, come on. And... Lorelai is young. I get it. But is she young enough to pass for, like, an no. underclassman at no. Harvard? No. Oh, my God. I This is literally one of the biggest issues that I have with the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because literally episode one, there's, yeah, like, that a guy. young dude, clearly maybe in his 20s. Yep. Um, also hitting on Rory. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, okay, we we get it. Yeah, she's she don't younger. need to be doing this. Yeah. 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 But that's how she gets her confidence in these earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. Like she needs that to mm-hmm. like amp her back up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And just like watching her like love this interaction is so cringy to me. Yep. And just the interaction itself because mm-hmm. like one what man talks like that? But also, two, <laughs> there are men that talk like that, yeah, and yeah. that's almost worse. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. like, I guess, like, this show has kind of given me the perception that if you go to an Ivy League school, it's because you bought your way in from who your family is, mm-hmm. or you're, like, a super, super nerd who has no social skills. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the two people that I think go. And I think mm-hmm. it's because of this show. That's accurate. Because we see that at Yale. Like, yes. there's the Logans and then there's the everybody Rory's. else. Yeah. And then the there's Rory's. like 
Marty. Marty. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Naked guy. Marty. <laughs> Whole episode for Marty. Yes. Um, but you will also see that in, there's like the really young college student because mm-hmm. she like skipped so many grades. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know though. I would be very interested to actually talk to a former student to be like, what is the environment actually like? Yeah. Like me too. of any Ivy League. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, what am I saying? I do know people who went to the Ivy League, and I will not say who they are, but um, I actually think that kind of holds up a little bit. Yeah. At least in that instance, because obviously every situation is different and every person right. is different. But um, also, what college has an auditorium, like a classroom with like auditorium seating like that? I had at... Uh, Did you? At Mankato State, yeah. That's real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a like all it's like of my dream. lectures were in yeah. like big halls like that. Like my physics lecture was in a hall like that. My like astrology what? class was in a hall like that. Yeah. I legit like when I was getting ready for colleges, I did tour some that were like kind of larger, you know, um, like a couple different state schools. And so they were bigger. I'd never seen a classroom like that, though, in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Augsburg. Yeah. And, like, was a music major. So my classes were, like, seven people. Sure. And so now, even today, when I see this, I'm just like, that's not real. Like, mm-hmm. and my college experience is very different than the average person's, you Yeah. Know? But, like, that just tickles me that that's, like, real and that I know someone who's, like, been in the auditorium-style seating or a class. You always see it in TV shows when they present, like, college is that they're at these, like, Yeah, we had, like, a weekly lecture in, like, a huge room like that. Yeah. And then we had labs, and that was, like, a smaller setting Mm -hmm. that we would do, like, the project yeah. stuff in. I but bet yeah. the U is like that. Oh, but I a never, thousand percent. I did not ever... I Maybe we should, like, tour a college. Sure. Yeah. And you know like, what you should Harvard? do? Go tour Harvard. Yeah, we will. The yeah. campus is our, very pretty. That's like, our goal. Our end goal is to... Plus, be Boston in... is great. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been to Boston once in my life and it wasn't even for a full 24 hours and I shit you not I still remember just like the feeling there Mm -hmm. because I think partly because like there's the ocean it's very like yeah pretty it's very beautiful and historical Mm -hmm. um and like the energy that like I experience there if you're an energy kind of person Mm -hmm. um was just lovely yeah like I kind of want to go there and, like, make enemies, though. And, like... Where? <laughs> why not? Like, and just, like, be like, I think I'll go to Boston. <laughs> and just sing that song to them. I can't and they believe you know me. that song. Do you know that song? No. You don't, the, you don't know Boston? I think it's I'll by, go to um, Boston. Is it the fray? No, not the fray. That you're pro- you were probably right. It's, like, it was very 2000. Yes. Because they also... You, yeah. You know, I think I'll. I think I'll go to Boston. I think I'll start a whole like. What year did it? I think I'll start a new life. Where did it? When did it come out? Two thousand ten. I'm guessing. Mary's doing the stats. 
I there was a time in Augustana? my life where like that sounds right. Is that who it is? I was kind of a music snob. Yeah. And didn't listen to This would to... be like very KS95. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Jack FM, maybe? Everyone should be. I like Jack FM. Everyone is, in my book, it's okay to be a music snob. Okay. It is 100% okay. Because I, music, it, it affects everyone differently. Mm-hmm. And like, anyways, I, that could be a whole other podcast. I, but it is Augustana. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about music snobs because. I've dated music snobs. And oh, some been of them like, suck. They've been, like, the worst people on the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fully own up to the fact that, like, as a music snob, especially a vocalist music snob, I suck. Yeah. I will become a different person. I don't mean <laughs> to be. I try very hard not to be, but I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm already prepping myself for seeing what? Hamilton tonight, and I'm like, Mary, we need to keep... <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes music snobs too, like really, they don't. I've noticed, I've known some, and they will like hate on an artist, mm-hmm. and then that artist will become popular, and then all of a sudden they like that that artist, mm-hmm. and I like do not stand by that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that like song what you like came out in two thousand five. <gasps> you really want? I was like really off. I said two thousand ten. Yeah, that would have been like grade. the height. You were in fifth grade. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. Oh my I gosh, was in high baby. school. Yeah. That was like my height of like, I'm not listening to anything on the radio. <laughs> in 2005. <laughs> this, we're going to talk about music snobs in just a second. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because they are on this tour and they. Lorelai decides they're going to look at the dorms. And Rory's like, we can't go in there. It says residents only. And Lorelai's like, okay, well, live a little. (laughs) They go in in a little. And yeah, break in a little. (laughs) And run into these two girls. And here is a great example of what we were talking about earlier with the chit chat. Because she's like, this is, I'm Trish and this is Angie. And like, she builds this whole backstory. Whatever, and these girls are probably like, you look way too old to be a student here. (laughs) We're like, the guy doesn't give a hell, because give a hell? What is that? I don't give a hell, okay? (laughs) He doesn't give a shit, because she's gorgeous. I sound like a toddler swearing for the first time. (laughs) But... They find an open door, and she starts saying, like, Susie, Susie, like, are you in there, Susie? And just, like, walks in. And that's where Lorelai and Rory start talking about that Rory would have a roommate. And they start, like, playing out all these scenarios. What if they're a lemon? What if they're a serial killer? What if they like Linkin Park? And apparently (laughs) Linkin Park is worse than a serial killer to them. (laughs) I don't blame them. <laughs> wow! First off, as a I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. it's very Valid. bad. It's like back to my snowboarding years. <laughs> yeah, your snowboarding years. I didn't know you had a snowboarding era. Yeah, I did. Because I had a snowboarding boyfriend era. 
That was mm. weird. You had so, a snow. And oh. Lincoln Park was on that Eras tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like hand. Yeah, absolutely. That's hand and foot. Very fitting of snowboarders. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh huh. Um, Brynn and I have this like ongoing joke that like. He's gonna be so bad that I tell his story. Do it, tell it now. He can hear me telling. I don't give a hell. The I don't give a hell. (laughs) His like go to like song when we're like when I'm like sad or whatever is the Lincoln Park where he's like I tried so, so hard that's I tried so far he will do like a really bad strip tease to that song <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he does in the end it doesn't even matter he'll like swing his shirt over his head and like without a doubt gets me to laugh a hundred percent of the time. It's amazing. That is such a good example of a wonderful partnership. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like a great Christian TikTok. Take notes. It would be a good TikTok. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. I'm just like imagining like what Christians would be. And it would definitely either be to, to like Dear Maria. Yeah. <laughs> or like mm, it's actually like, no, it'd probably just be Dear Maria. It's one, I don't even know how that started, but it did. And someone now, had an intrusive <laughs> thought, and they yeah, rolled with it. That's exactly <laughs> it. And now, without a doubt, I laugh every time. She takes pictures of Rory at the um, random stranger's desk. Yeah, and they leave the dorm. They say goodbye to Susie because she comes back to her room. And now I'm kind of wondering if her name was Susie because the way she looks at her is like, how did you know my name? (laughs) There was a 30% chance. (laughs) But also, like, dorms usually have, like, the name on the door. Yeah. When you, like, mine did at least. They do? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that. My RA would, like, make little signs that had, like, our names on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was that person, though, that I was such a little meh that I definitely would just take mine down. I put it on the inside, but I was like, my roommate and I were both just like, we don't need people knowing that this is our space. Yeah. Yeah. We do not give consent to this situation. (laughs) Because then all of a sudden people would stop by and they'd be like, oh, you guys marry and so and so. And it's just like, no. The whole idea of college, of, like, having your door open so you can make friends was Ugh. terrifying to me. Hated yeah. it. Yeah, no. Hated it. I but would I not did, thrive. Yeah, I would not thrive either. Sometimes you just gotta say, I don't give a hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna never live die. that down. Oh uh, my god. Okay, well, the girls leave the dorm and they walk into a building with the classes and, um... They walk into a, what class was it? Uh, Definitely a philosophy class. Yeah, a philosophy class. And Rory's like, I don't know, like, can we sit and listen to it? And Lorelai's like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You decide what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Rory goes in, she drops her coffee, and the mm-hmm. teacher's like, are you in or out? And she's like, what? And he's like, if you're in, sit down. So she sits down. Yep. Then we cut to... Lorelai coming out of the bathroom and she's walking down the hallway and she stops at like the wall of valid 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 valedictorians thank you valedictorians (laughs) and 
she's like looking through all of them and then stops on the woman who was the valedictorian there you on, go. <laughs> in 1990. And I'm not great at math, but when I do the math, I realize that was probably the year she would have graduated from Harvard. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know that she had planned to go to Harvard. I don't think she did. I think you it think was the just, plan. Yeah. And I think part of her is starting to realize, like, I really missed out on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not to the point where I think she regrets anything, but to the point where she's like, where do I go from here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just, like, like a really real thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I do that. I look back and I'm like, man, I wish I would have done or could have done that instead mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that way about college itself, like, because my college experience was so incredibly different than Mm -hmm. most people's, and at one point, like, I had the opportunity to go elsewhere, and I decided to stay Mm -hmm. and go back to the Berg, and, excuse me, Augsburg. (laughs) Back (laughs) Um, to the Berg, you know? Back to the Berg! (laughs) Um, And... Uh, sorry to any friends or classmates or teachers in there, but I really wish I hadn't. Yeah. Like, and I often, like, I think I see the photos from there and I'm just like, Mm, if I just hadn't, or if I had done something else, like, if I had made a different choice. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because there's a lot from my own experience where it was just like, I missed out on so much. Yeah. Because of what had happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like... And even just life experiences in general, not mm-hmm. just college. It's just, like, especially childhood things. It's just, yeah. like, mm. Mm, fuck, there's so much that, like, yeah, I didn't get. It's interesting, because, like, I started college with my high school boyfriend. Mm. Like, he lived in the dorm right above mine, which was a weird coincidence. Wow. But that's how that started. And he broke up with me. Like, two weeks before college graduation. Oh, shit. So there's, like, a lot of stuff I feel like could have gone differently. hmm But he did switch schools. He did go to the U of M, like, halfway through us mm-hmm. going to MSU. Um, so I feel like once we were broken up, I got to experience things that I put to the side. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, it's... It's hard because you don't, that's such a dangerous slope to Mm go on of like, I could have done this differently or, you know, whatever. And I think Lorelai, I will commend Lorelai and that I don't think she gets so caught up in that all the time. Mm -hmm. But at what point is it we're avoiding it Mm -hmm. or are we just healthfully moving forward? Yeah. You know? And so that's why I'm like, is this whole moment... Lorelai living through Rory and seeing all of these things and experiencing all of these things mm-hmm. for the first time, causing her to regret or to anticipate this sadness of losing Rory to college. Mm. I almost sometimes wonder if this is also when, because I might be wrong, but I think that this is the moment when resentment starts building mm-hmm. between the two of them mm-hmm. like it, it like i think for such like 
sort of an easy breezy episode that's like pretty quick moving, even with the longer scenes. I think this is a really pivotal one, which yeah. is why I liked it mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, let me contribute. Yeah. Um, because I think that that does happen. And I don't think that gets talked about a lot between the two of them is that I do think that there's some resentment. Yeah, we've kind of yeah. touched on it a little bit here and there, but th- you're right. This is like a very pivotal moment for them mm-hmm. where things start settling. We start realizing there's other paths that there's could happen. other paths. There's other choices you can make, you can take, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai kind of starts to realize, like, if Rory's going to go after what she wants, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I want this for her, but what do I want for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a couple different things going on to, like, what, what, what both you, our guys are saying. Like, I think that Lorelai has always been associating Rory as an extension of herself. Yes. So this is where this episode starts. She's starting to separate that that notion. Mm-hmm. And it's actually hitting her that, like, whoa. She's going to get to have all those experiences and actually get to experience them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to always be, like, a dream for me. Mm-hmm. That really fucking sucks. Also, like... Also reflecting for her because she screwed up Max, the whole thing with Max, and, like, did something bad. So being able to go there and, like, reflect on what is, like, is... Okay, how do I explain this? To her, is she reflecting on herself and saying, is this why I rushed into this situation with Max? Mm -hmm. Because I have this unfulfilled desire yeah. in mm-hmm. me that is never I just didn't get to fulfill that mm-hmm. yeah is this part of the reason I did something stupid and really selfish mm-hmm. to another person yeah she's not great at putting herself first in like that way sometimes I think yeah she's always putting Rory first or not always but she majorly puts Rory first mm-hmm. and I think that in this situation I don't know. Maybe it was also the fact that all of the attention was on her for this huge... I I don't know. I I know what you're saying, but I I do wonder if she puts attention on Rory, but the attention that she puts on Rory gets turned back onto Lorelai, too, because it's like... Wow, you did all of that with your mom. Wow, your mm-hmm. mom is so great. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So like, she puts Rory first mm-hmm. in instances where then Lorelai also seeks validation. Validation. Yeah. And so I'm. I. It's not that I think that Lorelai putting Rory first is like an inauthentic thing, but I think mm-hmm. we have to remember that like, unfortunately, Lorelai is a real representation of a person who has flaws and mm-hmm. can be selfish mm-hmm. and not a good person. Mm-hmm. And it's very possible that she does things the way she does because she can twist the narrative to fit however she wants it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that she's an interesting character. And I would even... It's easy to, with TV shows and movies plays, whatever, to look at a character and be like, this is a good person, this is a bad person. But really, it's like a spectrum almost. Like, it's like putting 
it's almost like questioning the audience. It's like, yes, you love Lorelai. Like, look at yourself, too, and look at other people in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do we define as, like, good and bad and the extent of that? And that's where, like, doing the podcast can be rocky water sometimes because... We will say we love the, we love the show, mm-hmm. but we are aware that these people have faults. That Lorelai is not a good person all of the time, mm-hmm. and I think you lose the genius of the show by only focusing on how great everybody is. Right, mm-hmm. and it's not discrediting the fact that like Lorelai was a single mom at 16 Mm -hmm. like and has worked her like freaking ass off right and there's no discredit to that yeah but like there's also so much there's a lot (laughs) yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I also want to bring up, like, when that guy was hitting on Lorelai, the college. And being really cringy and gross. Yeah, and she was kind of being cringy and gross, too. Yes. Back. Yeah. It kind of makes me wonder, okay, so if Lorelai would have got what she wanted and went to Harvard, would she have been the top of her class? Or Mm. would she have been more... She was... From my understanding, the way they made it sound was she was the top of her class at her school in high school. In high school. But would mm. this continue, or has she been distracted by, like, boys and parties? Mm. I mean, That's she was I in high was. school. Yeah. yeah. And really... I was going to say, all that happened was she got pregnant, but yeah. that's not all that happened. Because <laughs> pregnancy yeah. is huge. Yeah. yeah. Note that, but, like, you know, she was still doing it. Um, literally, literally, mm-hmm. but I mean, also at college, like, op- like the opportunities for those kinds of things are much more extensive. Easier to sweep up. It, yeah. Get yes. swept up in. And there's without her parents there watching her yeah. every move. Yeah. Especially when you're high controlled and then, you know, you get mm-hmm. let go mm-hmm. you can just flail everywhere. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. I didn't watch it. I didn't really think of it until we watched it just now. But mm-hmm. it would be very interesting to know how she would have if she functioned in college. Yeah, been like, able to handle it all. Could she, maybe she would have been able to do it all. And, and Brynn said right that somebody on Reddit had brought up Gilmore Girls doing an episode where we saw what happened to Lorelai had she not gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. But we kind of all agreed that they don't really do that, like, alternate reality. Like, that's no. not what that show is based in. So it's it's basically just left up to our own speculation, mm-hmm. which is fine. But, like... And honestly, I think that's a healthy choice. Yeah. yeah. Because I think if they did that, I think that would have been really... Not to get deep, but, like, psychologically damaging to some of its viewers of just, yeah. like... Do you have too many young people watching Right, that? because and now all of a sudden it's showing you how to give into the regret and how to give into the mm-hmm. um, rumination of what yeah. could have been. And that's really, that can be such a dark hole. Yeah, you absolutely. It'd have to be done really well, like very eloquently. Very. Also, for what Gilmore Girls is, I don't think it's true to its nature. No. Or the characters. And, yeah. Yeah, no. It's the whole premise as a, a young a young woman who got, you know, 
knocked up at 16. Well, mm-hmm. and look at her to, running away from all of her problems. Do you really think they're going to do a whole episode of her not running away from her problems? Yeah. Well, and something that I just thought of is, like, if they did do the college experience for Lorelai, something that I'd be very curious to know is the fact that she did have so much of, like, the control from her parents. Mm-hmm. Like, would she have actually thrived away from that? Or would she have actually realized that, like, or not actually realized, but maybe she would have started to see that, like, ma- the relationship with her parents could have been very differently. Mm-hmm. Very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, with the nature of the show... Yeah. That's not what it's about. And I think we see some of that with Rory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wonder, too, like, later on, is Rory, is this our glimpse of seeing Rory in the future going to school? Is this a way of Gilmore Girls kind of showing us that window? I think so. Of yeah. what, you know, what if, would she have, you know, had her Logan? Yeah. Maybe Christopher or whoever. I mean, we just saw that in the last episode with her and Luke standing under the chuppah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, this is an alternate moment where the two of them are standing there and it looks like they're getting married. Mm-hmm. So they do, that is a great point. They give us these, like, little window moments of mm-hmm. where the story could go or mm-hmm. where it could have gone. Mm-hmm. Without and, hitting it on the head. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think something I will give Dan and Amy credit for is they do not think their audience needs to be hit over the head with stuff. They don't talk down to their audience. No. Just like Buffy. It's just... Yeah, it's it's like they... They respect their audience enough to know that, like, if you pick up on the subtleties, great. And if you Mm -hmm. don't, you will still have a general idea of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, I was 10 when I started watching this show. Like, so this season, I would have been 11 watching Mm -hmm. Rory, like, go through college and whatever. And even as an 11-year-old, her looking at that wall of people, I was like, oh... She feels sad. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You, can, you can pick up on it. Oh, I get yeah. it. Without, yeah, without being like, but why does she feel sad? Yeah. That's right. when, as you grow older and you keep watching it. And then you use you big can... words like melancholy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Existentialism. Yes. I can't say it's it. It's like fatalism. Well, fatalism. I, I love fatalism. fatalism. I love fatalism. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, it, it has layers to it, which we've yeah. talked about like a mm-hmm. million times, but... You can look at the show so much with a different lens every time you watch it. Yes. And it's a different episode every time you watch it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it depends on how concentrated or focused you are on an mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, when we were just watching it now and Rory's in that lecture hall, um, listening in on the class, the teacher talks about, I can't remember who they're talking about. But uh, character Seneca. Seneca, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was like this person. It, the the point he because Rory makes a point about um, luxury is different for yeah, each person. Yeah. Yep. And he says, well, that's not exactly the point I'm going for, but thank you. And it's really about um, a person having two choices and mm-hmm. making the better choice mm-hmm. while remaining stoic, which is very like on point of what the theme is. I was going to say, you can't tell, but my finger's on my nose. Yeah, Yeah, it's very, like... On the nose, yeah. yeah. And it's cute. It's cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and And there have been moments like that where we put together what was the fucking gift when she gives him the hat, and she's like... 
the a whole episode starts with Rory not knowing how to give Dean a gift, and then it ends with Lorelai giving Luke like the perfect gift, mm-hmm. and it's like very on the nose that like Lorelai understands, you know this this part of showing love and acts of service, whatever. Mm-hmm. I had never put that together before until you had pointed it out, and that's why I think mm. like watching this show as like a group of people, you pick up on yep. different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it's just... It's insane. Great storytelling. Very good storytelling. Yes. The girls are leaving the B&B. They are saying goodbye to Ladon. Ladon and Sammy. And Sammy. Ladon is carrying all of the baggage. Her baggage. Her baggage. <laughs> their baggage. And their baggage. Downstairs. And Lorelai's like, oh, Sammy's AWOL, and he's not sitting on the steps. And Ladon's like, my Sammy? He never sits on the steps. And Lorelai's like, he's been on the steps every time I've walked on the steps. (laughs) We sat and had a moment. (laughs) Yeah, and Ladon's like, my Sammy? No, he has a favorite spot, and it's not on the steps. Is this woman, like, gaslighting? (laughs) Yes. Wait, Sammy, I think, is a girl cat. Maybe. I think they're a girl cat. But, um, yes, what she's is, 100% gaslighting because, like I said, I love seeing the theory that she's secretly, like, a cat murderer. <laughs> like, these cats <laughs> never actually existed. And that's why the wallpaper is so crazy. It's just, Yeah. Just I've trapped. seen, too, like, a theory that she realizes Lorelai is, like, bullshitting her the entire time, so she just, like, bullshits her back. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't know. I love that for Ladon. Yeah. I also think Ladon is just, like, an entity, and that's just... She lives and breathes Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's her life. And her two partners. And her... Yeah. And maybe the cat was never there. Maybe... Maybe it was more David Lynch than we thought. True. Oh, I bet that is... A reference to that, don't you think? What, David Lynch? Yeah. Just whole, being, like, like mystery spooky, of the like, cat? Yeah. Mm. Totally. Maybe. Interesting. You would know. I don't know if I would know, but... Well, you would I'm know speculating. better than me, for sure. Or <laughs> yeah. maybe it's just an allusion to um, the fact that cats... Um, just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I wonder. They don't I give like a hell. Theory. They don't give a hell. <laughs> is it a play on the Cheshire Cat too? Oh my god! Oh! It totally is. <laughs> We're such dumbasses. No, you don't not. give a hell. <laughs> I can't believe you missed my give the hell. <laughs> I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it either. You and I looked at each other. <laughs> Oh my god. But it's totally yeah. how he like disappears it's and comes totally back. Totally that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. I did make a note of that, but god. forgot about it until just now when I read it and just I was disappeared like disappeared like the cat. Yeah. Yes. That is what it is. <laughs> wow. Everyone feel free to unsubscribe. Don't tell people to unsubscribe. No, no, just suspend your disbelief. Yes. <laughs> Everything's or did we fine. actually say this? It's yeah. fine. It's, it's just, fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. have one guest on and it just goes to hell. <laughs> Everything derails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the girls are on their way home mm-hmm. and they're driving through the town and Lorelai's like, oh, it seems 
you know, she says she expects it to be so different. Mm-hmm. And nothing in a small town ever changes. Like, ever. But as they're driving through, this, like, one woman sitting next to her car, like, clenches her heart as Lorelai drives by. And I'm like, that woman, like, okay. She gave it her all. And then Miss Patty's, like, waving with a handkerchief, like, and then Kirk. You need a a hug? hug? (laughs) As someone who's, like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience of when, like, terrible news that you're involved with gets out and you do go home. Like, I don't know if you guys grew up in small towns, but I grew up in very small towns in the plains of North Dakota. Mm -hmm. And I remember when, like, my college shit shit happened and I went home and literally people were just like, oh, Mary. And I was like, (laughs) who are you, first of all? I haven't been back in a while. But, like... that stuff happens. People look at you differently. Like, yep. You're like, oh, you've changed. You're yeah, a city girl now. Yeah. Or, like, when I went back to Augsburg after taking time off, like, there were people that, like, I barely knew, and they would just be like, oh, you poor thing. And I'm like, I had one class with you. I appreciate your sympathies, but move on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not helping either. No. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what does she expect, though? Yeah. Like, you tell Miss Patty, Miss Patty probably, like, created she just did this her whole <laughs> and, like, story. And, and you, like, dramatically ran off. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yes. You just, like, that caused some hot tea. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she did that to herself. Yes. That is the, the big major plot point there. <laughs> like, she sort of, I hate using the phrase, like, asked for it, but, like, what else did you expect? Right. Yeah. Especially leaving the news spreading to Miss Patty. Patty. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be very, very much more salacious after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good word. Uh, I know. It just felt it's good like saying fatalism. it. It's like fatalism. Existentialism? <laughs> Can you say that? What was the word? Existentialism. <laughs> what did you say? Salacious? Salacious. Salacious. Yeah. That's a great word. Existentialism. So the girls say it. Listen, you have your word. You can't say valedictorian. I can't say valedictorian. And I can't say simple four-letter words, so we're great. Okay, it's a great combination. Can you say it, though, real quick? What? (laughs) Existentialism. Existentialism. You got it. Good job. Existentialism. There you go. Existentialism. There we go. Okay. Yeah. It's just it. my brain just thinks really fast. Think of the root word existentialism. Existentialism. You're close. So close. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't put this in the podcast. Okay. You just need to not give a hell and yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, just don't give a hell. It'll be great. If you have merch ever, that has to be a t-shirt. <laughs> give no hells. <laughs> we give no hells on this no podcast. Hells. So the girls Send pull it up. To Lauren Graham. I will. <laughs> Trust me. The girls pull up to the house, and immediately Lorelai says, "Nothing has changed." Like, what did you expect? Like, your did house you want to be blue? Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> You pull up to your house and, like, what is going to change? Like, she is so self-involved in this moment where it's like, I'm driving through this town and everyone knows what happened. And she just expects, like, what? I wonder. She was so worried about Luke making sure that he knew. Mm -hmm. Do you think she was expecting him to have just taken care of everything? 
move the chuppah, make sure the house is in order. I think she was surprised that the chuppah was still there. Right? Because she does talk to him about mm-hmm. it after this scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, oh my god. Yeah. I like, forgot. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like... Could be. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what else would have changed besides the hoppa? Right. I know, like, she's like, that's her character, though. She says those dramatic things all the time. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, but things do you that think you don't she say was, like, life. waiting for... Do you think she was waiting for, like, the right man to be there? Yeah. Like at the house? Like, yeah. was she waiting, like, waiting for, for him to be there? Like, to welcome her Or home? Chris? Like... Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know if she just says those dramatic things all the time. She does. And there does not have to like, be some deep hidden meaning behind them. Well, but... Yeah. I really thought things would be different this time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought things would change. But I yeah. do think that there was maybe a glimmer of hope where she... Maybe the dramatic part is that she was hoping that something would be different. Like, nothing changed. Yeah, or she needs to come back. back to it. Right. Yeah. yeah, You now you have to live with it. Yep. And mm-hmm. it might not even be to, like, be dramatic. It might yeah. be her expressing disappointment, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think the real kick about all of this is that she doesn't have to see Max ever again. But Rory does. Mm-hmm. So well, no, she, she technically does. Parent-teacher conferences, well, baby. Well, sure, but <laughs> I don't think she has to And Shelton requires p- parents to be involved. Yeah. And, I mean, the few times that she does see Max, it's, like, very, it's very coincidental. surface. Yeah, coincidental. But truly, Rory will see him on an everyday basis. Yes. And... Especially when someone decides to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... You are not thinking about the repercussions that this has for your own daughter. Like, she mm-hmm. has to see this man every day now. Mm-hmm. And you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. But, so she gets out of the car. Rory goes in the house, and she looks at the chuppah and has, like, this moment of drama within herself. Mm-hmm. Where it looks like she's clearly mourning something. Yeah. But what is she mourning? I don't even know if it's morning. I think it's maybe a little bit of shame. Mm-hmm. And like I said, disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I and think I mean, shame is a good a good word for that. And yeah. I think, I mean, if she's mourning anything, like... I mean, it's a, it was a goodish relationship that she's now lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of her own volition. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of a sucky, eh, mm-hmm. not a great feeling. No. Well, it's like you ride on this adrenaline the whole time of, like, running away and having this moment with your daughter. It's like any vacation. When you come home, you come back to reality. Mm-hmm. Post-vacation depression is very real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, is she just, like, coming to terms with, now I have to live with this. Now mm-hmm. I have to figure this out, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I don't know, ladies. All right. The Gilmore Girls are with Emily. They're showing her slides from their trip to Harvard. And it it's clear that Lorelai is going through the slides as a means of torture for Emily. Because Emily's like, I could just... 
I could go through printed photos so much faster. And Lorelai's like, yeah, but like, you don't appreciate the full experience. And it's like, narrate. Yeah. And it's like, it's a picture of your thumb in front of the dorm or a picture of a Harvard squirrel. Like it's very clear what Lorelai is doing. Does not have a photography. No. I no. And then Emily says it's really weird that you're going on this like big trip right before you're supposed to get married. Mm -hmm. And then there's like this awkwardness and Rory's like, Mom, you have to tell her. Mm -hmm. And Emily immediately jumps up and she's like, I knew it. I knew you were gonna get eloped. You would do anything to not have me there and I think it's really funny that she jumps to them getting eloped rather than calling off the wedding right because eloping would be a stab against her right because where does Lorelai get her little bit of selfishness from right but none other than Lady Emily right exactly um and when Lorelai says, no, we called it off, Emily's first question is, who called it off? Because I am wondering if, if she said Max called it off, would Emily blame Lorelai? Oh, absolutely. And what do you think Emily is thinking now that she knows Lorelai was the one that called it off? Mm-hmm. I kind of think it's, like, multifaceted here. Mm -hmm. Personally, what I took away from it is that part of it was that she doesn't... She was worried that Lorelai would feel hurt if it was Max that called it off. Mm -hmm. I think that was Mother Instinct coming in. Because I think at the end of the day, her not being able to go to the wedding pissed her off. So she does care. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... She even says, like... This affects, you know, me, too, or whatever. Like, she says, mm-hmm. it, it's a big deal to a mother, yeah. even your mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that she thinks it was the right choice, personally. And she she's might not, not gonna be surprised. Say yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I took it. But I don't know. How did you take it? I mean, with Emily, at least this early on in the show, it's so hard to not... uh, Villainize? Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was really villainized early on. Mm -hmm. I think they really wanted there to be, like, a good redemption arc. Mm -hmm. Or, like, an opportunity for growth, especially between the two characters. Mm -hmm. But, like... I mean, the... The real, the first question was actually, are you sure? Mm. And then, who yes, broke it off? True. Um, which, I don't know. Are you sure? Are you sure this is over? <laughs> um, well, I mean, in her defense, she did know about Lorelai trying to go there to break things up once before. Right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um I don't know. Emily can be so hard to read sometimes. Um, yeah, I think that's what makes her so mm-hmm. incredible. It, yeah, <laughs> and also like how you could feel like Lorelai, not knowing. Mm-hmm. You can put yourself into Lorelai's shoes almost. Right, but I think not she, being able to read her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that she wasn't surprised. 
And, like, she doesn't even ask her, like, how are you doing? Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. I don't think she does. No. She just... Because <laughs> she care. Lorelai's yeah. like, oh, you're probably thinking, you know, what a surprise or who mm-hmm. cares or whatever. And then she goes, no, actually, I was thinking I'll need to return your gift. Yeah. Which I think is a defense mechanism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emily knows that she has to guard her emotions around Lorelai. Mm-hmm. She has to. They both do because mm-hmm. they they use them as weapons towards one another. And they don't know how to deal with each other's emotions. Mm-mm. Not only that, like, um, well, they don't even allow themselves to feel. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then it quickly becomes the joke. They yeah. found their joke yeah. opportunity, which is to focus on the gift and yeah. what the gift is. Which I think was brilliant, honestly, when she's that's, like, you know what? <laughs> I'm what not going to tell you what your yeah. gift is. I which, said, like, <laughs> is this like a lighthearted mood, or, mm-hmm. you know, a lighthearted argument to change the mood, or mm-hmm. is it to avoid a tough conversation? I, I thought, think, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh. You're our guest. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's both. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think Emily doesn't want to have that conversation. I don't think she wants to deal with the pain that Lorelai has, because I think she yeah. knows that she can't help her through it, um, which is hard, I imagine, very hard as a mother to know you can't help I your kid too, through she's, this. she's picking and choosing her battles. Yes, and I think she also knows that the one way she maybe can be helpful to Lorelai is to give her an opportunity to focus on something else, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it's going to be very silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that there is, this is their way of communicating that mm-hmm. it's, oh, that Emily's okay with her decision for not doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like with going through, that was, and then Lorelai takes that opportunity, plays back, and it was just an understanding within their fake fighting mm-hmm. or joke fighting yeah. yeah, in a way. Their weird communication. Yeah. I think so, too. Because it it ends with the two of them bickering back and forth and Rory just, like, laughing mm-hmm. at the ridiculousness of... Are she reading a book? Mrs. Yeah. Dalloway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Emily knows, mm-hmm. and that's all we get in that episode. But yeah. I do think it's interesting that we do see Emily in this episode. And only Emily. Yeah. We only see Emily yeah. a lot, actually. Yes. Well, I mean... Um, Richard Herman was... He was such a big name. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he has a featuring title. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've talked about how he's a big yes. deal. Mm-hmm. And, um... Which, rest in peace, man. Um, But, like... Yeah, that is an interesting thing. And mm-hmm. because it's really not... It's not 100% about the relationship between the dad and whomever else. No. But they do a great job of making his relationship and his character still important. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. part of the story. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he travels a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's so often that we don't get... When something big happens, we don't get to see Emily's reaction always. We always mm-hmm. see, like, the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that Dan chose to even write a scene where she tells Emily in this same episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we've already covered so much in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, the whole like, episode is, like, them in Harvard. Right. And then we have, like, the last, what, ten minutes? Mm-hmm. 
maybe yeah. Yeah. of the show, and we'd cram in a lot. Yeah. 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 It's an interesting choice. I I do wonder if he did this so we could see someone not make a big deal out of it and how much better that is for Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Because she's able to continue on with the night and not mm-hmm. feel awkward or weird. Yeah. Where, like, when she was at Luke's and she was like, I'm fine and I just need everyone to know that. Mm-hmm. There's, like, an air of awkwardness in Stars Hollow that she's not having to deal with at her parents' house. Although Luke does help her get out of that moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll get to that. I haven't even gotten to that part yet. But (laughs) I think it's, like, that that contrast that Mm -hmm. this is a different world that we're in. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe Emily does understand her on a level that other people don't just yeah. because it's her mother. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. mean, I think for a moment she was enjoying being around someone who didn't know. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And that it was really that moment was about Rory because mm-hmm. this is going to be another hot take. Rory is often the scapegoat. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Great. Yeah. Not a hot take. <laughs> no, not a hot take with I know us. for some people that might be a hot no, take. No, I'm sure it is. But yeah. Yeah, yeah she's uh, Rory is often weaponized as a way to get out of situations mm-hmm. or topics of discussion or I mean she a- just anything. threw her under the bus like at the B and B. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, take care of this. I don't want to talk to these people anymore. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And left her like teenage daughter with like mm-hmm. Possibly a weirdly weird relationship <laughs> at that yeah. table. I don't know what's going yes. on. Yeah, it's Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they leave Friday night dinner. They get back to Stars Hollow. And when they pull up to Luke's, because you know, every time something happens, they end up at Luke's. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lane is home. So Sweet in Lane. the course of this, f- these four episodes now. Of season two. Of season two. Lane left and came back. Mm-hmm. So she left during the engagement party. So that was episode two. Mm-hmm. So from two to now, we have gone three months. Somehow. Because then the very next episode starts with Rory not wanting to be late for school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how, how did we get yeah. that? all of that? Yeah. So that keep that in mind. Keep those thoughts fresh. I just wanted to plant the seed. (laughs) We just don't talk about it right now. Right. Okay. So We'll water it in a bit. Right. (laughs) So Lane admits that she actually enjoyed her time Mm -hmm. with her cousins, loved the food, found some, like, underground music and loved it, whatever, which I think is great. And Rory's actually listening. And not cutting in with her own stuff. I wish Bryn would have watched this episode because he hates on Rory all the time for (laughs) cutting cutting Lane off. I love it. (laughs) But Lorelai decides she's going to go into Luke's and they're talking. He's like really beating himself up over this Max thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I was a jerk. I'm sorry I was such an asshole. Blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, it's not your fault that they're not getting married. Right. Or is it his fault? Or is his apologizing (laughs) actually a 
very weird mechanism of like I know I made it because he made Lorelai upset like hating on Max didn't he wasn't yeah, there a big she thing she was kind of like be nice to him yeah and like it's almost like oh I can redeem myself really quick mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just apologize mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. also surprise I was right yeah <laughs> like, yep. yeah I think my favorite part of this whole scene is when they talk about Rory at Harvard. Mm-hmm. And she says, we went to Harvard, and, you know, he's like, I can see her there, too. Mm-hmm. And they talk about that, but then they're bonding over, you know, Rory, but then the real kicker for me is when he asks how she's dealing with it, or how she feels about Rory being gone. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings to the forefront what we were already talking about, where there is going to be a time where Rory is not always there. And mm-hmm. what is Lorelai going to do? Mm-hmm. And I think Luke asking that question is kind of his way of feeling out what Lorelai is thinking mm-hmm. about her future now that things have changed. Mm-hmm. But I am curious what you think inspired this instant spontaneity for the in. Why now is she like, I need to do this in? I think she thinks she can be better than the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wants to up Ladon. <laughs> I wondered about that too. If she saw Ladon doing it and she's like, if Ladon can do this, yes. I can do this. Yeah. I think she's starting to maybe come around to that she's been focusing her energy um, on men. Maybe men or maybe mm. even Rory. Yeah, and Rory, yeah. And seeing Rory be fine and mm-hmm. holding her own at Harvard and, is like... And it's great. She should be focusing her energy on Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you need to focus your energy on yourself, too. Right, because what do you do when Rory's right. gone? Mm-hmm. I do kind of think, though, that when she was at Harvard and she was looking at the valedictorian... Um, I almost think that maybe she's just like, uh, like she's got to make something of herself. She didn't do the norm, Mm -hmm. but she's got to make something of herself not doing the norm. And um, also she hasn't told Suki yet that they're going to move forward with the end. (laughs) I know. Like she's not. Like she's making the decision, yeah, and she I think calls it's her after this conversation. Yeah, I think it's very rash. I don't think she's actually like. I don't think she, I don't think she moves forward with it for the right reasons. Even if they move forward fairly well, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't make a business decision concerning a partner without the partner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, how she is with Suki. I'm like, I, yeah. if I was Suki, I'd be like, look, girl. Like, what if Suki's I just made not you ready? a huge cake. Yeah. I made you a huge cake. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Suki's also just starting a relationship, right? Yeah. 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 She's with Jackson by this point. Yeah. Um, Like, her life is doing different things. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't determine that someone is ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But she's going to because yep. this she's is Lorelei. what she wants. Yeah. yeah. Um, it and they do that does become an issue. It does, yes. Which I appreciate that 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 does happen. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's an interesting choice to plant that seed yeah, so early on. While it is a great decision to focus your energy, like, on something, like, you know, starting a business or whatever, but you also want to learn from the last thing that you just made a mistake on by rushing yeah. into a marriage. Give yourself time to yeah. ruminate and, and understand. I don't think she wants to deal with it. No, she doesn't. Yeah. So like, it's like, let me dive into this project because then I don't have to focus on yeah. that. Yeah. It's her just finding a different way to run away. Mm-hmm. 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 But I, I love that she, like, asks Luke for financial advice. And I'm like, are they, like, asking each other out Without asking Without each other. Like, asking each other. Down? Yeah. And he's like, I'd love to, you know, like, sit down. And... I know you're not mm-hmm. good with numbers. And he's, like, blushing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So one of my favorite things about this show and the actors in the show, this is my music nerd coming out, is how they use inflections. Mm. Scott Peterson and Patterson. Patterson, thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Scott, Scott Peterson, like this, like the guy that killed his wife. <laughs> oh my god, you can't see Luke killing so. <laughs> Scott and Lauren. Let's just go with the first names. Perfect. Um, it is Lauren, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So now I'm just gonna doubt myself. The whole time. Their characters, Luke and Lorelai, um, they have such good speaking musicality. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. Mm-hmm. Like, the emotions behind what they're saying are so clear. Like, you he- you can hear the blushing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's divine. Like... Yeah. I, I did read that... They were both smokers during season one. Oh. And they had to quit because they were losing the lung capacity to deliver oh, yeah. the lines as don't fast as smoke. they could. <laughs> the Sorry, <laughs> but don't smoke. As someone who used to smoke for a very brief period of time, and as yeah. soon as I noticed it starting to change my voice, I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, I miss it every day. And um, I think, like... They do have such a way, like a natural chemistry with how mm-hmm. they speak to one another. Yes. And it's it doesn't like, it It's like the perfect duet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's so good. Same with Alexis Bladell. She has a very good speaking quality for the t- this type of role. Mm-hmm. Um and other things that I've seen her in, she does still sort of tend to rely on just her soft-spokenness. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Um, like, for example, in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. Like, she's basically just shy, but now artistic Rory. Right. But she's good at it. Yeah. Like, her vocal quality is so good for that. It's so soft-spoken. It's so endearing. It's so just good. She's very interesting in Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Oh, I forgot she's in that. I mm-hmm. should She's not anymore. She left. Right. Yes. I stopped watching that at one point. I yeah, think it was... I think everybody did because it got way too real and way too yes. traumatic. Yes, but I think it was around an ear incident that mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, no, 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 no. As a physical empath, I cannot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, like, that scene between 
uh, Lorelai and Luke at that diner is just peak. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. such good. Makes acting. me want to do the Tony Soprano like fingers, like yeah, the chef's kiss. I do this all the time, and I'm just like, it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. a great moment. It's great acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two of them have great. I mean, Lauren Graham, we've talked about her eyes. Like, that mm-hmm. woman could act without saying a freaking word. Like, mm-hmm. just the look in her eyes. She's just like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's great. Yeah, whatever that I just watched was really sexy, too. <laughs> that oh, scene, yeah. it was like, whoo. Anytime Luke does, like, the look yes. down, but yeah. looking up, it's just like, Stop. Like, you know how on TikTok there's the trend of like the man leaning against the doorway? It's like, no, look at me like Luke Danes. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> like, I'm like, do you want my phone number? Do you want my social security number? Yeah. Do you want my... Here's my credit card. Yeah. Um, Whatever you need. Yes. There's also, um, there's a couple people on TikTok, but there's a girl on TikTok who does mouth acting. Yes. Yeah. And it's just love like her. love her. I think her name is also Mary. Um which I love. But um it's stuff like that that it's just like those are such fine nuances mm-hmm. that are just so delicious. Yeah. And I wish more people talked about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I love that we do this so mm-hmm. we can focus on those finer things and it's like the Finer Things Club from oh, the yeah. office, <laughs> but you know. Whatever. Okay. Podcast so, in the future? <laughs> question mark? Maybe. Um, I love this gauging of the situation between the two of them, but it's also like, slow down, Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. She and doesn't know the definition. No. But um, she's pretty sly. She got pretty cocky there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lorelai leaves, calls Suki, says, we really got to talk about the in thing. Before that happens, though, Lane uh, asks if she can run off, or excuse me, Rory asks if she can run off with Lane mm-hmm. to talk about their summers. And Lorelai has, like, this weird hesitation moment before she calls Suki, and I'm wondering what what you two are picking up on as far as that hesitation goes. Mm-hmm. Is it a hesitation or is it just like a, oh, you don't want to spend time home together because mm-hmm. now I have to go home alone and be with my thoughts? Mm-hmm. I yeah. took it as Rory was telling uh, Lane about Harvard. Mm. Okay. So I I took it as her listening to that and feeling that whatever, not exactly jealously, but... Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, sort of like, okay, well, she's going to go off. She's, like, literally running off into her future yeah, in a way. Yeah. 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 Yep. And I'm left here. Well, mm-hmm. she's having, like, a normal teenage moment. Because yeah. teenagers talk about college. and yeah. Um, yeah. But I also think that you're right. There's almost, like, a sense of surprise where it's like, you want to leave me alone right now? Mm-hmm. After everything that just happened? Also, this is something that Lorelai cannot relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is going to be very hard for her. Mm -hmm. Rory Mm -hmm. can't talk to her about 
having a roommate or, you know, picking classes or, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, yeah, Lorelai is in college, like business school, but it's not at the same magnitude as like Harvard or a four-year university or, Mm -hmm. and I think Lorelai is starting to feel that there may be a disconnect in their relationship because this is something they cannot connect on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that just like hit me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very emotional moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think her calling Suki is like, okay, I'm watching Rory run away or, you know, run off and do what she needs to do. So now I need to do what I need to do. Kind of I thing. think thinking about the inn is her planning for when she's alone. Without yeah, Rory. That's mm-hmm. her Harvard. Yeah. The inn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You should call it the Harvard Inn. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then Rory goes off to Yale. She's like, what am I supposed Dang to it. name it now? The Yale Inn? <laughs> Sounds awful. We don't have Yale squirrels. We have Harvard squirrels. <laughs> All right. That is the end of the episode. Yay. Oh, my God. I know. Okay. So we have town meeting. Okay. And I have some questions, and then we will be done. Okay. Okay. Tally-ho. We call this town meeting to order. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning town hall. Town hall. (laughs) I have two questions for this town hall, and I'm just going to, like, sit back and listen, because I have thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts Mm. first. Here's the first one. Does Lorelai... Oh, Rory, an explanation for ending things with... Oh, I wrote Luke. Whoops. Whoa. Putting stuff into the universe much? So does Max... (laughs) Oh, Rory, an explanation for ending things with Max. Does Lorelai owe Max? (laughs) Did I say that wrong again? You said does Max. (laughs) Dang. Does Lorelai... Oh, Rory, an explanation. You know what? I don't give a hell. (laughs) Does Lorelai owe Rory an explanation for ending things with Max? Yes. (laughs) I'll give my answer. Yes. I was, and you, you should have saw the way she looked at me. She said yes, and then she gave me this, like, and what about it? <laughs> you want to go at it? You want to fight me? <laughs> well, I mean, if, if she's saying that Rory's her best friend all the time, um, that's one reason. But do you Two? always owe your best friend an explanation? Hmm. I, th- I guess... You might feel how compelled. you answer this question. Because yeah. if, if you say you do always owe your best friend an explanation, I'm going to ask for an explanation <laughs> on everything you do from here on The out. bar has been set. The hell has been laid. <laughs> I think way- not on everything. Sure. But I think something like this, where that's her daughter too, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit more complicated than best friend. Sure. But... Like, she was going to have, this was, like, going to really affect Rory's life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, just, like, you're my friend that lives in another house. And this would have nothing to affect, this would not affect you. Right. Mm -hmm. Except for if I'm, you have to hear about it from me telling you. Mm -hmm. So, I, I do feel like she does, since it's her daughter. 
and it was going to affect her life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I agree in that she owes... She owes her the explanation that I think is related to her life. Like, to the impact that it would have had on Rory. And then... I mean, for her own, like, internal struggles. That's her own internal struggle. Mm -hmm. And for that, you never really owe anyone an explanation, Mm -hmm. I think. But, like... Because you're right. Honestly, Rory's her daughter first. She's a mother first. Um, And so I think that she owes at least an acknowledgement of how it affects her, like, Rory. Mm -hmm. Because that's, I think, the really big issue here is that she doesn't even acknowledge how it's going to affect Rory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And for me, if I was Rory and I didn't get anything from her, I would feel, like, not valued, not as loved as much as I thought. And not that you have to explain everything in detail. Personally, Mm -hmm. I would be like, how was I supposed to be? How can I only be happy for you when you won't let me in on the things that are unhappy for you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how am I supposed to gauge this ride that we're on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how Personally. do I celebrate our wins when I don't get to be a part of the losses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when Ro- and Laura, like, requires so much of, like, Rory telling her everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is interesting, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I, that was kind of my thought as well. There needed to be some validation for Rory in that. I understand this is hard for you. Mm-hmm. I understand this will continue to be hard for you because he will go, he will still teach you. He will yeah. still be a part of your life. There's no recollection or, rec- sorry, there's no recognition of that possibility. And I think I was just curious what ultimately you thought would have been the best way to handle that situation. Yeah. And I think that's what it stems from. Even just saying, I can't talk about this right now, but I know it affects you. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We will talk about it eventually. Yeah. Acknowledgement Mm -hmm. goes such a long way. Yeah. In situations like this. And I think that would have been enough to satisfy Rory in that time because Mm -hmm. she is emotionally mature. In that way. Mm-hmm. Of like, I'll give you a little bit to tide you over for now, but know that there's a lot more to it yeah. than we're going to get into yeah. right now. Because, I mean, she handled it well when Lorelai did tell her what it was. It's, you yeah. know, I didn't I didn't feel in love with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And Rory's like, okay, that's all, you know, that's all it is that I need yeah. to know. Yeah. yeah. But. And, like, I think that there's... There's no acknowledgement that Rory's also losing a love, mm-hmm. a fatherly love. Like, mm-hmm. Max and Rory loved each other. Yeah. Like, they yeah. even, they do say, like, I wanted to be your dad. I wanted you to be my dad. Yeah. And, like, That's it really sucks. That's a whole other relationship yeah. that didn't get to end mm-hmm. the way that it should have. I do appreciate that they get they get closure, mm-hmm. Rory and Max. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. 
All right, my next question. Does this episode and the first three feel as if they should have been a part of season one? Is it effective to have it in season two? Think about the time gap here between like the mm. seasons as they are airing on television. Mm-hmm. And we talked about already those four episodes are over the course of three months. Mm-hmm. And I think in future seasons, from what I remember... The finale is the beginning of summer. I don't think we see summer very often after. Usually it's a lot of her school year. Yes. I talked to <laughs> Christian about this. Summer almost does not happen mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. Because so much of what's interesting about Rory happens during, happens school, during year. school. Yep. Yeah. And especially because of the fact that so much of her priorities are around academia. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it would almost be weird to see her in summer. Yeah. Like, they tried doing summer school at Chilton, but it was, like, it wasn't enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk about summer. They acknowledge that summer exists. Yeah. But, like, I mean, we would just see Rory just reading books. We wouldn't see her interactions with classmates. We wouldn't see the competition of classmates and her, like, developing friends and relationships that primarily happen in school. So, what brings me to ask this is, do you think this could have been a season finale? Yes. With her ending calling Suki and saying she wants to start the end. I thought it You mean, was. like, get rid of some of the episodes in season one? No, 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 no. Like, elongate season one. Elongate season one. Because season one had 21 episodes. Mm-hmm. So what if season one had 25 episodes? Hmm. I get why they did it. To hook hook people. Mm. Yeah. That's, I get that why season they one. end with the engagement. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's easier to, in, for me... As a viewer, especially for the first season, I mean, I probably still would have watched, but some people... End on a high note. If you end on a high energy note, mm-hmm. you're more excited to... Because this is kind of ending on a sadder, like, oh, okay. It's yeah. good, but it's also like, oh, you know, a little a little melancholy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I guess I, I picture, like, them going to Harvard is, like, the big finale. Yeah. Like yeah. we're going to Harvard. We're seeing, you know, what she's working for, whatever, and the inn is like the big hurrah moment. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna do it. She's gonna start the inn. Yeah. And that's like where the girls are left. Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks as a finale for a show about two women, that is a better place to end than Lorelai being hung up on a man. Yeah. Maybe that's the point. Is like to show that that does happen. Mm-hmm. Like for people, they get so wrapped up in the relationship, and suddenly everything is just gonna coast. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is a bumpy coast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're like a viewer watching this, you're like, what? She's gonna marry him? No, I want her with Luke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. that yeah. hooker that. <laughs> <laughs> You just called her a hooker? It's that hooker. No, that's that hook, line, and no. sinker. Doesn't yeah. she make a joke at some time about, like, 
being a hooker. I'm sure oh, she does. Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple. There's of, yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> I guess my only thought is because the next episode now, Nick and Nora sit in Nancy, is when we meet Jess. Yeah. And Ugh. I... I'm so I know. excited. Uh, <laughs> I know. I have thoughts. Uh, 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 but, uh, 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 that's a Twilight noise. I know it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to get copyright struck because it sounded just like it. I know. So much like, like it. Like the key and everything. Yes, yeah. It was perfect. I, I guess like I find that to be more of an effective season opener because mm-hmm. you're introducing a new character you're giving us like conflict right away to like establish the rest of the season and it just it feels like a a very like big 360 for whatever from what we just did sure mm-hmm. i mean the show is still early on that i think they're still getting their feet under them mm-hmm. i go back and forth if i liked it or not yeah being like the middle of the sandwich versus being the last, like, yeah. the bread. Analogy much? Um, <laughs> stomach's rumbling. Because you're right, it's so odd that they are introducing this character, right? Not even in the middle. Like, no. early. Yeah. And not even really early on. It's such an odd spot. It's mm-hmm. five episodes in out mm-hmm. of, how many are in season thir- two? 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even halfway. No. But, I mean... Jess doesn't really come in at an opportune moment. Well, and that's why I I am curious because if you end the show with the... Let's say they end season one at this episode. You end with the possibility that things are starting to happen for Luke and Lorelai. Mm-hmm. You hold on to that all summer long. Like, oh my god, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the fall starts... And he gets a phone call that his nephew is going to move in with him. And you're like, well, that just threw a wrench in everything I was holding on to all summer long. It introduces a kind of conflict that Mm -hmm. is derailing to a lot of things going on here. Yeah, I think... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I I just kind of feel like it speeds up. It it kind of puts the whole what mm, Stars Hollow is like yeah though on the trajectory of where it's usually kind of s- slow it's like the day-to-day yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that mm-hmm. kind of speeds up the plot a little bit and i feel like you would have to get rid of some episodes in season one because 25 episodes yeah is a lot yeah like get rid of kill me now yeah mm-hmm. that episode get suck. it out <laughs> get rid of that get rid of emily in wonderland get rid mm-hmm. of I mean, I could think of, like, four episodes yeah. for sure. You'd have to knock some of those out, I think, to mm-hmm. get that in that first one where I'd be, like, cool with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm not, like, bad with it being No, I'm not either. Yeah. I'm just trying to create a discussion. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I think that that... <laughs> At least I don't give a She's hell. just trying... <laughs> there it is. Um, I think that one of the reasons it works is because, like... I mean, life does not happen linearly. Very true. And so, like, I think this is one of the moments when they're trying to show, like, even in a TV show, life isn't a TV show and shit's Mm -hmm. just gonna hit the fan. Mm -hmm. And it can happen at any point. Yeah. It does not happen at the end of a season. It doesn't happen at, uh, like, you can break off a marriage, you can Mm -hmm. have this happen, have A, C happen, like, 
everything can happen at once. Everything can happen over a short period, like longer mm-hmm. period of time. Yeah. Um, so like it does work. Mm-hmm. It, like it does work. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is the last bit. This is a, a fire round. Oh God. For Mary. Okay. Uh, Ready? Uh, Favorite character. Luke. Favorite episode. Oh. Favorite episode. Um. Oh. Um. You jump, I jump, Jack. Elise loves that one. Yeah, I do. I love it because (laughs) I love it not for Logan. I love it because that is something I could never do. Yeah, same. Yes, I have a lot of favorite episodes though. (laughs) Uh, We'll have to have you on for that episode. Okay. When did you start watching Gilmore Girls? Ooh, I don't know. Like, were all the seasons out when you started watching? So I probably started watching a little bit before it ended. Okay. Because I'm, I would have been in ninth grade. Yeah. And I think at that point my siblings, my sisters were watching it. Um, But I had not watched it all the way through until college. Got it. Okay. So favorite guy for Lorelai. Luke. Yeah. Favorite Rory guy. <laughs> Jacob Edward Cullen. Uh, <laughs> um, Marty. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Lisa's like, we're gonna talk about that. Later. Marty never tried to make Rory someone she wasn't. Hmm. And never pushed her really to like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. be someone else or be uh, with him in a way like he definitely thought that like shit was gonna happen I think in se- season 7 he does cross the line but I don't think that that was intended At which it's when he is with another girl and then he's like trying to get Rory to like play along that they don't know each other that yeah part. and then he like wants her yeah. He's like hitting on her. It's really and he's oh my with God, that girl. No, you're right. I but forgot about that. I feel like that he wasn't mm-hmm. written like he, that was season seven. Yeah, I don't count season seven as like a part of what's actually mm-hmm. like before that. I liked Marty, and then that happened, and I was like so freaking furious. Yeah. at Marty. Yes, that's very true. But like of the three, I don't like any of them. Mm. Like. If I had to pick, if I absolutely positively had to pick, probably Jess, but kind of like later on Jess, grown up, grown Jess. up Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my last question is your fun fact, something you know about Gilmore Girls. Well, so the more that I've thought about it, it's not even particularly fun, but I appreciate that Scott Patterson, um, <laughs> came forward and said that he was really uncomfortable with a specific episode where they were talking about his butt. Yeah. And he was just like, I hated being objectified. And I just remember being like, good for fucking you. Yeah. 
but also that man's butt. <laughs> um, I'm like, he'd probably be really mad about this podcast because I feel like I'm objectifying him all the time. But like, that was a very specific ob- objectification yeah. that he had a problem with. Um, and I just really appreciated that, and that's my fun fact. No, I think that's interesting. We have talked about that on this on this podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, like looking at it big picture wise, they don't really objectify the women. Like they don't talk about certain parts of their body, or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but they this show does have its moments where we're like. That was cringy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They... It ages itself quickly sometimes. Yes, it um, does. Like, Rory using the R word in one of the more recent episodes we just talked about. There's a, a, a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. the number of Hitler jokes or, like, Nazi jokes. Mm-hmm. And they're all Dan episodes <laughs> when those happen. And mental illness jokes. Yeah. In just this episode, they talked about, like, she wanted to kill her mother. They yeah. were hoping they would do a, like... A mass suicide. A mass suicide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... Uh, there's some pretty dark themes throughout the show, and I think if we're gonna talk about the show and be like, oh, I wish I could be besties with Lorelai, uh, no, you don't. Mm-mm. I don't think she would be fun to be friends with. I think it's fun to think it would yeah. be fun. and she most likely wouldn't want to be friends with you. It'd be a very <laughs> one-sided yeah. friendship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh. Exactly. So it's like, it, it does we kind of... need to tread lightly when we use phrases like that because mm-hmm. you are not looking at the whole picture of this character. Mm-hmm. You are looking, you are picking out the good moments that she has and holding on to those, which mm-hmm. is fine. We do that with people in our normal everyday life. But if you are, like, actively working on yourself as a person, you are recognizing this is not a good choice. This Mm -hmm. is not a good person. Mm -hmm. We can't put these people on pedestals and expect them to be amazing all of the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. even Bryn called us out for it on his episode because he was like, you're going to call Max out for pressuring Lorelai, but you're not going to call Luke out for literally breaking (laughs) into their house. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, that. yeah, that is a shitty thing to do. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But it, it it really pushes you to think about how you look at people. Mm-hmm. And I think too many people are way too surface level with this show. Yes. To the point where they are missing what the show is actually showing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and- I love that I have a really wonderful relationship with my mom. Like, I often think of us as being like, she's the Lorelai to my Rory, mm-hmm. but we are a much healthier yeah. relationship than those two. Yep. Like... And my mom and I talk about that, too, and I've said before, like, my mom and I are not best friends. We are a great mother and daughter duo, mm-hmm. but we have a boundary because... You can't be my friend if you're my mom. Mm-hmm. And we need to have... There are certain things that I would talk to Elise about that I wouldn't talk to my mom about or, you know, vice versa yeah. or whatever. But it... We have to use the show as an example of, like, how to look at people or treat people or, mm-hmm. you know, where people come from all different walks of life and whatever. I think that's a great part about the show. Mm-hmm. So... 
My fun fact is that this show brings so much psychological joy to everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. It really, <laughs> truly does. So. And, and, you know, there is something to said that are there are some things in the show that are um, problematic. Yes. And in, that even were, like we were talking about, uh, that they say make they make jokes that are problematic, mm-hmm. but like they're at the essence of Amy Sherman Palladino. When I watched her in interviews, she said, "We're getting to the point where we cannot have comedy anymore because yeah. we cannot laugh at anything anymore." Yeah. So we there is a fine line of like, okay, if you enjoy something and you're laughing at it, you also, I don't know, you have to. Have a balance in your head to mm-hmm. know. I don't know how to explain that. It's it's it's, it's laughing at something, but also recognizing that it's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just being honest with yourself, like, and what's the intent behind it? Well, and I think there you know? also needs to be like, like when I make jokes about like mental illness it's usually of my own mental yep. illness right yep. because i'm laughing at the fact that it's like my god this is such a fucking struggle mm-hmm. yeah and it's laughable to me mm-hmm. yeah and like i think that there's i mean i think some of my favorite like comedic moments are when people are pointing jokes at themselves yep. yeah because you're laughing at it because you can relate to it and right. oh my god you're right like it's not that it's funny it's that it's uncomfortable well, yeah, yeah it is funny and that's like where i've leaned where i've leaned most myself where trying to be funny or expressing my comedic side i usually throw myself under the bus mm-hmm. and people will be like well that's self-deprecating you should have more confidence. I'm like, you just don't give me a sense of humor. Yeah. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, this is actually a, you know. I think I'm, it's very confident to poke fun at yourself. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. How many people are going to be like, you know what I just did yesterday? Yeah. A cleanse. Yeah. With the Miralax. And yeah. it was a flushing good time. Yeah. <laughs> like... Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like, that's how you kind of get through the... Because... Yeah. It there's things that people joke about that are like otherwise embarrassing. Yeah. That shouldn't be embarrassing. Right. This is yeah. what your body does. This is how your brain works. Mm-hmm. And there's like unless you're killing someone, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's hurting. Actively you know? hurting somebody. Right. Yeah. Well, so for our usual town meeting business, we had thirty nine references. In this episode. Holy crap. I thought I... As far as we know. (laughs) I mean... We might have missed something. I had 31 and then found eight more while we were watching (laughs) it again. So we're just going to settle on the 39 number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot. But that will be up on TikTok. Um, Mary, where can people find you, follow you, do things... With me. <laughs> I didn't want to say <laughs> I know you didn't want to say it to me. <laughs> so again, this is how you get through things. You just right. poke butt at it. It's fine. <laughs> um, you can find... My Instagram is private because I don't need people knowing what I do yeah. with my life. Yeah. Um, but um, I do have a cat TikTok dedicated to my feline um, that is sometimes a good time, but you can primarily find me on Twitch on Mondays with Mary under the Soup Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the Soup S O U 
P Dragoon D R A G O O N. I'll link it in the Perfect. description. Yeah, um, and that's primarily my sweet sweet man's Twitch, but I'm mm-hmm. there on Mondays typically. Uh, mm-hmm doing either Nancy Drew games that still kind of give me the heebie-jeebies um, or playing scary games where my palms get so sweaty the controller slips out of my hands <laughs> and it's very funny. Love it. I am someone who is a very good time to watch Be Scared. Yes. I can attest. <laughs> and I think it's and it's fun for me to be funny while being scared. Yeah. <laughs> for context, I went on a roller coaster that I was really scared to go on and it ended up being very chill. And because it was so chill, I was like, I need to make fun of myself for being so scared. So I went, wee. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> oh no, we're going up. Wee. <laughs> and yes. my hands were still so sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it. You can find us at underscore growing up Gilmore underscore on TikTok and Instagram and Pinterest. We are working on the season two playlist and TV, movie, books, all of the above is coming your way soon. And next week we are tackling Nick and Nora, Sid and Nancy. So we get to be Jess. I'm so excited. So next episode, we have Bryn because it has one of his favorite moments in it between Luke and Jess. And we're just going to get rolling with the Jess drama right away. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Mary, for being here with us. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.